Donovan, rise and fire three. Utah. Oh, oh, Donovan Mitchell. Jazz. Rudy packed it right back down. Basketball. Up three. Got it. Oh, that was filthy, bogey. This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Jazz Radio Network. He bounces inside to favors. No look past Conley. Kicks to the corner to Ingles. Contested three. God. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus in Murray and Lexus of Linden by Zion's Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zion's Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. Now, getting you ready for another edition of Utah Jazz Basketball. Here's the voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, with the legend Ron Boone on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Correctly. Hello. How are you? Stardalo. Welcome to Vivint Arena as the Utah Jazz get ready for game number two of the Western Conference semifinals between the Jazz and the LA Clippers. An electric Vivint Arena suddenly filling up. Where if you're rushing to get in, calm down. We're 30 minutes away from tip-off. The league's pushing it back because Brooklyn and Milwaukee are interesting right now. So don't worry, we're, we're still ways away from tip-off if you're rushing and you're listening. Don't drive fast, don't cut people off. Ron Boone, this place was electric the other night. Electrifying is, is probably a little bit subtle to, to, where, to the way it was. I mean, it was on fire, fans were on their feet. Every possession was, was something they were very appreciative of. And if you couldn't, if, if you're a player and you could not get ready or get excited about playing in a ball game like that, you're, you're in the wrong sport. Jazz had a tough first half of that game. They missed 21 consecutive shots. They were down 13 at halftime. And then Donovan Mitchell did superstar things. Ron, let me go big picture for a second. He's in his fourth year in the league. What are we watching? What are we experiencing right now with this kid? A superstar in the making. I mean, he has really developed into a, a, a player that, that's reliable, that you can depend on, that, that's going to make things happen out there on the floor. And, and from what I understand, he watches a ton of film. And that's what it takes. You know your opponent. You know what you, the, the type of um, offense or, or that you can do against certain guys out there on the floor. Uh, he's a star in the making. Won't be long, he'll be first or second team in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell had a miserable playoff series two years ago against the Houston Rockets. He went four of 22. He said he went home that offseason. He recalibrated who he was as a player, thought about all the things he needed to get better at, felt he had been fully exposed for his weaknesses. Since then, he's played 12 playoff games. He averages 34 points, four rebounds, five assists. He's shooting 51% from the field and 47% from three. That's a recalibration. That's totally awesome, David. And, and, you know, I like to watch guys warm up. There are guys that you know that are very serious when they're when they're working out. I mean, they don't, no distractions or anything. They go through their routine. 
Kawhi Leonard to watch him before the that ball game. That was scary, by yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. He did but, not miss that yeah, whole workout. Yeah, so guys are get focused and, and they they have a game plan before they even get to the arena. I mean, the individual game plan on and things that they know that they can get away with out there on the floor and they work on those things. The game the other night ended as only appropriately with one of the most outstanding defensive plays from the three-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. He is now becoming a historically great defensive player in this league. Uh, three times. I mean, how awesome is that? Three times in four years. Uh, his ability to protect the rim. His, his ability to uh, deter guys from trying to get to the rim. He averaged just under three block shots a ball game during the course of the year, and he's averaging three block shots a game here in the playoffs. Utah Jazz taking the floor here. We're just getting news of a starting lineup change by the Los Angeles Clippers. Zubak will move back into the starting lineup with Morris as the power forward, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George, and then Reggie Jackson. They are now mammothly long. Jackson's about 6'3", you've got George at 6'8", Leonard at 6'8", Morris at 6'9", Zubak at 7 feet. This is now a massive line of the Jazz. Before we go to part two of our Ryan Smith interview, what's your reaction? Well, to this my reaction is something we talked about at the end of the first game on Tuesday night is that I thought or we thought that was going to be a lineup that they would go back to because I thought Zubak was very effective when he was out there on the floor and I'm sure the coaching staff saw that. So I'm not surprised that they made this move and Platoon now will, uh, Nicholas Platoon will come off the bench. The interesting one to me is in some extent they're now still searching because the fact is this is the lineup they went through most of the season with and now they're adjusting and adjusting in the middle of the playoffs to find out who they are. It's an interesting move in that sense and frankly I think the mistake was they should have started game one with this. I said it at game one. I was surprised that they played the lineup that carried them through the last series into this series as though it would still work. It certainly didn't. They got outscored by 11 points while I was on the floor. That sets you up a little bit. We'll set you up some more for game two. But over the last month, I got a chance to sit down with Jazz, owner, uh, Jazz Governor Ryan Smith and talk to him about his early first months as the leader of this franchise. So I actually was in Seattle when Howard Schultz built the, t built the team, and obviously that didn't have a great end result. But yeah. it was interesting to watch is when he had this eagerness and, like, he thought he was going to take the players on ropes courses and change their lives yeah. and impact them directly. Yeah. And then I think he had this stark reality that some of them just wanted a paycheck and to play yeah. and not have that influence in their lives. How do you balance that, like, eagerness to have an influence at the same time? It, it is a business, and and the players are playing, right? They may not want a mentorship or maybe you don't, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not my goal. Like, I leave the player or the personnel, the basketball decisions to them. I think that's probably one of the misnomers that people have. It's like, my goal is not to go and, like, I'm here to help always. Like, if someone or a player wants to reach out or people want to reach out. But, um, you know, I'm much, if I say where I've spent my time, I've spent 80% of my time on probably everything outside of what's going on on the court. And that's where I should be spending my time. Like, what am I gonna do that Quinn can't do? <laughs> like, I'm an intern on that front. And so, like, this is this is where people think, I, I, I'm, I'm smart enough to know that, like, I'm here to help. I'm here, if there's a tough decision to make, like, I'm here to, to help it, but, if we've done our job right, and actually it's similar with Qualtrics. If I've done my job right, 
the people that we have are going to be way smarter than me, and we back them. And that's my philosophy, and it always has been, right? I mean, there's someone once told me there's no extra points for going alone, right? And, you know, I think in a league, you got a lot of people who want to go alone. I, I don't want to go alone. I want our team of the best people we can get to go and do what's right for, for the organization and just be here to help. And that's that's really my goal is to be here to help, but also spend a bunch of time on stuff like, you know, this weekend with Dwayne Wade and other things like that that we can control. So you, like, drive into the arena and you, like, own the team and own the arena. Like, it's a little kid's dream, right? Like, what's that feel like? I've kind of watched you, like, walking around the arena, and I'm always wondering, like, what's going through his head right now? Like, oh, my gosh, he's the owner of an NBA franchise. Like, do you have these giddy little childhood moments of, like, oh, my gosh, or what is your what is your feeling and your emotion as you're walking no, around the arena? No, I mean, look, I've, I've been super blessed and fortunate to do some amazing things, and, like, even when I walk around here, there's a, there's, there's a part of this where um, – and we're here at Qualtrics today, there's a part of this where I just don't inhale. I don't see the world that way. And everyone always asks, like, what's it like to to own the team or be the governor? And I never thought of it. I don't think of it. I just, like, like I look at it and say, you know, this is, this is a stewardship. It's an opportunity. Um, it's the biggest platform in the world to drive change. It's daunting. It's humiliating at times, um, but it's it's more of you're in the spot to go do good and and try to do good and um, that's how that's really how I think about it. Like like I I don't think about it as it just doesn't come across ever as um, this is a dream. It's much more this is a responsibility, and Gail will tell you the exact same thing. Gail, Gail's response is very much like, I, I hope this, Ryan and Ashley, I hope this is for you what it's been for us. And it's a responsibility. I mean, and they left everything on the court. I mean, at 35 years, like, people don't understand, like, how long that is from, you know, hearing her talk this last week with Dwayne, and we were sitting in there, and she's explaining how they had to have games in Vegas because they couldn't fill the arena. People don't understand the emotionality of, like, just trying to roll something up the hill for so long and how grateful we need to be on that. And so the whole spirit of that is what I feel. And, you know, I, I mean, I sat down with Vivian. I remember and Todd and everyone there and I was like hey this is your floor you know I, I, I don't I don't look at it as this is mine <laughs> right I, I look at it as it's every bit as much of everyone else including our players like this is their franchise and I hope they I hope they're proud of it I hope we're doing things that are proud that's Ryan Smith part two of an interview of part three coming up next time we have an extended tip off that's the way it works. That's what's on tap. Brought to you by Miller. Grab the original live beer. Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Plus Quinn on Jordan Clarkson and Rudy Gobert coming up on the Jazz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Ready? Ready? Time now for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show before game two of the Jazz and the L.A. Clippers. Coach A often played 
video of you and Donovan one-on-one -on, -one on the sideline the other night. You are given so much credit for your basketball acumen and all of that. How important to you is actually those one-on-one -on -one connections you're able to make as a head coach? Well, I think, you know, ultimately, you know, as a coach, you're, you're only as good as your players. And I'm lucky that, you know, we've got some players that are really, really good. And obviously Donovan, um, what he's been able to do, you know, his career, but, but also the other night, um, you know, fighting through some fatigue um, and, and, and some nausea and some other things where it just felt like, you know, he could use a little boost. And, and uh, he, he, he's given me that plenty of times too. I, I know I can remember a couple games ago where he's coming out of a timeout and saying, I got you, coach. We're good, coach. I got you. We're good. So, you know, I, I think that's, that's one of the parts of this job that, that's really rewarding. And he's a rewarding player to coach because, you know, he, he gives back. Watching that game, what jumped out to me was we had, there were about 200 possessions. I thought your guys had a clear intention on close to all 200. What was your perspective of how t dug in your guys were on that night? You know, I – I think we were, I think we were focused, you know, anytime, you know, you play a team, the first game in the playoffs, whatever you're trying to do from an execution standpoint, um, you really, you're evaluating for the first time. And I think there were some things we felt like that um, we were doing that were sound. Um, we felt like we could do them better. And, you know, I think we, we got a little better as the game went on. I think our defense improved. And I think we settled in offensively. So I, I do think we were dialed in. and um, Obviously, that's going to be important uh, the whole series. But, you know, our, our, our group is, you know, they're able to focus and to execute. And that's what we've talked about, execution and, and competing. Coach, thanks very much. We appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. That's that Coach Quinn Snyder. He was also asked in the press conference about his three-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, and how he's evolved through those three awards. It kind of has run parallel to, you know, as we've seen the game evolve, um, particularly on the offensive end where, you know, a few years back, um, I can remember asking about pick and pop, you know, bigs and Rudy being able to to get back to his man when he's popping and pick and roll. And um, then, then you have playmaking bigs where Rudy's defending the ball um, out on the floor. Uh, then you have isolation situations where he's guarding smaller players and I, I just think he's continued um, to stretch himself. Um, and and for, from my standpoint and our standpoint as a staff, and I think his teammates understand this more than anyone, you know, he's capable of making multiple plays. And the way the game is played now, um, you know, his, his rim protection is still, you know, clearly the way that he impacts the game consistently on the highest level, but it doesn't stop there. And he's able to make plays and then make, and, and still get back and protect the rim and still get back and rebound. So I think his versatility on the defensive end has continued to evolve, um, you know, where he's able to, to impact the game, you know, in different ways. And we've tried to, to continue, you know, to give him the flexum and flexibility and freedom uh, to, to be instinctive. And I think he's found a really good balance, um, you know, between anchoring 
a defensive system that that's built around him. Um, but at the same time, you know, recognizing when, when he can make, make plays and, and, and that becomes part of the system. That is Quinn Snyder on Rudy Gobert, the three-time defensive player of the year. Starting lineups are next on the Jazz Radio Network. Time now for your starting lineups for the Utah Jazz. It's the same five as the other night. And they led by Donovan Mitchell, who's averaging 32 points a game in the playoffs here are Quinn Snyder's starters. And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at point guard. Donovan crosses him over, steps him back for three. Oh, take that and wind it back. At shooting guard. Got it, the all-time Utah Jazz three-point king, Joe Ingles. At small forward. Bogdanovich steps himself into a three and hits, and now Bogey's rolling. At power forward. Royce O'Neal's high up, and he puts it down. And at center. Lobs high to Rudy, he'll dunk on the far side. Zion's bank. Those are your Jazz starters. Now on the other side, Tyrone Lue has made a change. The Los Angeles Clippers. George gets a screen to his left from Zubac. George step into a left elbow jumper and drills it. Step back 20-footer is good. Marcus Morris bullseye from just inside the yard. George driving middle, lob it towards the rim. Zubac, oh, he put it in with a left hand. Avica Zubac, Air Croatia takes off in Salt Lake City. George weaving, kicking, left wing. It's Jackson open for three. And this time he knocks it down. Left to right, Kawhi in the front court. Picked up by Finney Smith. Driving middle, Leonard to the free throw line. Pulls it up and knocks Knocks it down, Kawhi Leonard. Those are the new starters. Zubak is in, Batum is out. They've gone big. And it'll be interesting to see the impact of that on this ball game. Adjustment number one done by the Clippers after game one. We'll talk about it coming up in our shoot-around report with Ron Boone. It's the Jazz. It's the L.A. Clippers getting ready to go for game two of the Western Conference semifinals on the Jazz Radio Network. Fifty years he's been in the game. With that knowledge and expertise, he gives you the inside story with your exclusive shoot-around report. It's Ron Boone. Time now for the shoot-around report. The biggest first news we've got to address, Ron Boone, is the addition of Zubak into the starting lineup tonight. I want your thoughts on what the impact of that is. I'll give you a number on him in a second, but what's your thought on that? Uh, it just gives them uh, some added size and, and someone that can rebound, especially on the offensive glass with this basketball team with the, because they're awfully quick, and they got four guys that can, that can play defense. So they needed someone around Rudy that uh, could, could probably make a big difference. Their starting lineup that they're starting tonight is plus 18 for 100 possessions, one of the best five-man lineups in the league. Zubak has guarded the eighth most amount of pick and rolls in the NBA this year. The best in the league at defending it is obviously our very own Rudy Gobert. Zubak falls right kind of in the middle of the pack defensively, actually ranking 42nd out of the top 62. So a little below average of the top 62 guys 
in the pick and roll this year. He ranks 42nd, so he's a little below average in defending the pick and roll. And the Clippers are not very good at defending the pick and roll, something the Jazz couldn't get into when the Clippers were small and switching, so that should be really interesting. So really interesting, so that should definitely put Rudy in some pretty good position there, especially if the Jazz get creative with, with Rudy moving him around in two different areas from uh, with the pick and roll. First of all, as far as the game, yes. spacing, I'm just going to be offense here. Spacing is definitely going to be the key, especially with, with uh, Zubak in the lineup. The quick reads that Quinn Snyder talks about, and that happens when player, when the team gets to the point where they are creating for each other. Not just Donovan. Donovan had 45 points. Might not happen tonight, but being creative and creating shots for each other is going to be a big difference. Can I add a few to this one, Ron? Do Please do. Catch and shoot game. We yeah. talked about it in game one. I thought it would be the key to the entire series. The Jazz got fortunate in game one. The Clippers, who averaged 25 catch and shoots a game, got 29 catch and shoot threes. They're the best catch and shoot team in the NBA. They only went 10 of 29. Yeah. They're not doing that again. No, we've got to reduce that number down. We cannot get away with having 29, and we've got to get our number up. And if our number doesn't go up, then Rudy Gobert is going to score 20 points. Let's because if they're playing pick and roll, and they're going to let Rudy roll, and they bring a third guy in, we got to go find those shooters. That's definitely what, what we're talking about, being creative there, and, and the spacing is going to be the key to make things like that happen. Uh, being able to break. We didn't break the paint very often in that first quarter, well, in the first half uh, of the ball game on Tuesday night. Got to get in there. We got to get it so we open things up. Ron, there's one play that was very clear to me is their pet play. They give Kawhi Leonard the ball at the free throw line isolated. Now they were playing small in this circumstance, so they occupy Rudy on the left side, and Kawhi goes right. The Jazz got a pretty good job, but I want to watch that tonight. I don't know how you guard that play when it's well, done correctly. Yeah, he's so good at that, and, and you, you know, at six foot eight, his arms are straight up in the air, awfully difficult to block his shot. He gets it at mid-range, you know, just try to keep him on that left side of the floor, I think, if anything. With Zubak in the game, the matchup should not be dramatically different because Rudy Gobert opened the night guarding Nicholas Batum, so he will just guard Zubak. The other, where the matchups might be different is on the Jazz side of the ball. Either Paul George or Kawhi Leonard could end up guarding Donovan Mitchell from the opening start. We'll find out next on the Jazz Radio Network. Game one of the Western Conference semifinals between the Jazz and the Clippers started with the Utah Jazz having an incessant amount of misses. Ingles to the front court, driving the right side on Kennard, pulls back for a tough three in the corner. No good and terrible shot selection. They finally broke out of that horrendous stretch and Donovan Mitchell was magnificent. Beautiful crossover, stop, pop, three, swish. Then he was marvelous. Donovan fires the three and hits. Donovan Mitchell bobbing his head as he goes back the other way. Then astounding. Don deep three from Ogden. Two-point game. Then monumental. Step back three on the left side. Ow! Oh my goodness gracious, Donovan. And finally, stupendous. Drives with the right hand to the rack and scored it. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. In an all-time performance, he carried the Jazz to a game one win. And tonight, the Utah Jazz look to take a commanding two-game-to-nothing lead over the LA Clippers. From Salt Lake City, 
It's game two. Jazz, Clippers. Tip-off is now. Maybe what I'm watching tonight is not going to be Kawhi. It's not going to be George. It's going to be Kennard and Jackson. They switch minutes in game one because of foul trouble to Jackson. Kennard had an excellent night. Between the two, seven for 11 from the three-point line. Those are the two players that I think could make a difference uh, with Kennard coming off the bench. Who they play tonight and when they play them has really become a storyline in this game and is pretty fascinating. The Jazz and the Clippers getting ready to go. Ron Boone, I'll give you my LHM stat of the game because we're still waiting. Over the last two seasons, Paul George with Rudy Gobert on the floor is 18 of 61 shooting and 2 of 14 in the paint. 11 of 30 from three and 7 of 31 from twos. And if you take it to the last four years, including the playoff series, he's 21 of 60 when he's the closest defender. Let's watch Paul George avoid Rudy Gobert. We're underway. The Jazz with the opening possession, the 45-point man holds it. He gives it to Joe Ingles. I have a pick and roll with Gobert. Underhand scoop. There it is, Joe Ingles. And Quinn Snyder's first play always means something, Ron Boone. It does, and David, I'm not surprised at that play at all. Put Zubak in their offense, defense right away. Why Leonard, left baseline jumper, got free from Royce O'Neal and hit it. And that was going to his left. You know, he loves going to his right, but that was going to his left. Donovan works the left side into a mid-range hopper and hits it for two. Early energy, both sides. Must win for the Clippers. Must win for the Jazz, frankly. Paul George working Donovan into the paint. Twirls, misses the shot in the paint. Rebound comes out to Gobert. Rebound to Royce. Or outlet to Royce. Here's Donovan. Pick and roll. They force him to his left. He rises and fires for three, and he's still hot. Oh, he has not cooled off in the last 48 hours. 7-2 Utah. That's Paul George trying to defend him. What a great screen set there by Rudy. Paul George does not always love to go over screens or through screens, Ron. Kawhi Leonard left side. Pull up jumper on the baseline, no good. Long rebound to the corner, loose ball. Diving for it's Morris, he gives it to Jackson. Donovan and Morris both slow getting up on the baseline jumper, no good. Rebound tapped out, loose ball, 50-50. Rudy has it. Here's Donovan in the front court with the crowd in different three different colored t-shirts watching in a full house here in Salt Lake. Crossover, rise, fire. Oh, Donovan Mitchell! on an eight-point lead early on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. You know, I'd like to not miss 20 straight shots, but by shooting the ball when we're open, you, you don't turn it over. And there's obviously a balance there where sometimes taking even a contested shot can be the right play. Because if you pass up that shot, you're probably not going to get a better shot. So I think we play small, um, switching. You know, you saw the start of the game. Takes them out of the continuity offense. You know, makes them play one-on-one. Um, it takes away what they want to do as far as just moving around bodies, fluidity in our offense. We just wanted to do a better job of just taking that away, making them play one-on-one. That is your new skin sound flash brought to you by New Skin. 
proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ron Boone, Donovan Mitchell special, but what are you seeing on these picks and what are the Jazz doing? Rudy just sets a great pick. And, and the read, Quinn talked about making the right reads. Donovan rejects the screen set by Rudy, goes the other way. Rudy reacts and sets the screen on the opposite side. He pulls up, knocks down a couple of threes going to his left. 10-2. Here's Reggie Jackson. Works the right side in his white headbands with his goggles on. Denied. Out top to George, guarded by Bogdanovich. Off a pick with Zubak. He retreats out of the paint. Now crosses over, loses the dribble, drives again, stops outside the paint, misses the shot. Rebound Ingles. Two of 14 when Rudy Gobert's in the paint the last two years. O'Neal driving, gives to Rudy, too far out. He passes it back up high to Donovan. It goes out of bounds. That was a panic pass. I mean, not comfortable down there with the back with his back to the basket and just got. You, you know, honestly, that's on Royce. And it, Joe Ingles did it to him a bunch of times in the last game. You, you got to know Rudy. Don't give him the ball 10 feet away from that the basket. That far away from the basket, absolutely. Here's Kawhi Leonard coming off a pick, and it's a moving pick by Zubak. And Royce O'Neal pounds his chest. Royce O'Neal, Ron, in game one, when I rewatched it, wow. What? Honestly, he and Boyan. I know Donovan and Rudy made the plays. He and Boyan were just outstanding. Well, just watching Boyan really get down and trying and, and defending Paul George on that last possession. Haven't seen much of that all year. 10-2. Tight curl for Boyan in the lane. Curls back out, brings Zubak with him. Straightens up to the Utah logo with his red shoes that clash with the dark mode uniform. Step back three, front rimmed it. Rebound Paul George. Clippers don't naturally play in transition. They play a lot of half court. Pass down low to Zubak. Boyan knocks it away. Zubak gets it, falling over, throws it to Morris. Morris recovers with it, comes out to the left side. 10 on the shot clock. Working isolation, pounding into Boyan. Turnaround, fading jumper is good. Same shot Morris hit the other night. I'll say the same thing I said the other night. Jazz are fine with that. 10-4. Right side Donovan, guarded by Paul George. Breaks the 45, gets to the cup, lays it in. 12-4 start. Game one, Donovan had 23 points off drives to the basket. That is a great note, Ron. And bounce pass by Jackson to Zubak, and Donovan recovers and knocks it away. Perfect defense. Yeah. 25 of his 25 points came off drives to the basket. I'm sorry, 23 points. That's a great note. Yeah. Look at somebody working NBA.com advanced stats. <laughs> Left side, Kawhi Leonard. Isolated on O'Neal. Kawhi has not had great success on O'Neal. Rudy comes over. They pass down low to Zubak, and he dunks on Rudy and fouled by Bogdanovich. So Leonard's holding on the left side. Rudy shadows over to deny the drive. And Zubak comes from the weak side. Boyan was late picking that up. But you also have to be conscious of that skip pass to the corner for a three-point shot. Zubak at the line from the same town as Boyan Bogdanovich in Bosnia-Herzegovina. Think of the chances of that. Two NBA players. Small town. Basketball craze part of the country, though. Right side, Ingles. Off a of Gobert pick. Kawhi defending. Gives to Rudy. Goes to the basket. Fouled by Zubak. That's his second. So the starting lineup lasts 8 minutes and 13 seconds before Zubak picks up his second foul. And that's why... 
Joe Ingles is just so great with Rudy driving to the basket. You mentioned a little earlier with Royce O'Neal giving Rudy the ball way too early and too far away from the basket. Joe knows exactly when they're giving the basketball. That was one step further than he was giving it to him the other night. He yeah. gave it to him back a step the other night, forcing Rudy to put a ball on the floor. First free throw rolls off. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for your needs with the best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online in minutes at gwcu.org. So the Clippers go to the small lineup now. This lineup was outscored by nine points in 12 minutes the other night, but has been generally, well, it was good for them in the last series. The crazy thing, Ron, this lineup played 55 possessions together in the entire pre-regular season. They played 188 in the series against Dallas. Well, that worked for the Dallas, for the Dallas Mavericks, and that's the reason they ended up winning that last game at home. They will now go to a switching defense when they get the ball. And the Jazz have it. 13-7. Here's Paul George. Guarded by Ingles. Drives the lane. Sees Gobert. Passes out to the left corner to Morris. Their best catch and shoot guy misses. He was one of ten the other night. 13-7 Jazz. Donovan. Gives to Ingles. Paul George all over him. Back to Donovan. Guarded by Morris, which is, should be a mismatch. Morris is a 6-8 power forward. Donovan will rise and fire over the top and miss. Rebound Paul George. 13-7, blue shoes, white uniform. Left side, Reggie Jackson, unguarded in transition, misses. Fortunate for the Jazz. Long outlet pass to Bogdanovich in the right corner. Rudy sprinting the floor, catches, lays it up and in. Bogdanovich with a dime from the right side to a sprinting Rudy Gobert. This all started with Boyan sprinting, ru running the floor, and Donovan Mitchell passing ahead. Batum left side, drives, sees Gobert, flares it out to... Gobert, bad closeout by Ingles, leading to a pull-up jumper for Go for George is good, but he stopped before he hit the paint. He's going to have to beat you, but he only took three shots in the paint the entire first game. Donovan, crossover, drives at Reggie Jackson, into Batum, misses the layup, rebound comes down to Morris. Outlet to George, in transition, passes to the wing to Kawhi, nice close, trailing is Jackson, down low to Morris, right block, O'Neal on him. Bumps, backs, works him hard inside, misses, rebound, Morris gets it back. Gobert's now there. He double clutches, kicks out to Batum for three, and he hits it. 15-12 Jazz. Donovan's four for six, attacking in the lane, ripped away by Paul George, but off the hand of Paul George to the pickleball star, Scott Foster. Derek Favors checks in, another player that was marvelous in game one. The back-to-back -back blocks on Zubak and Rondo, the highlight. So curious to see who the Clippers go to next. This is where all the questions start in the Clippers lineup. Donovan inbounds it up top to Favors. He's up at the logo, but Toom's all over him. Donovan Favors gives it off to Clarkson right side. Paul George thought to be one of the best defensive players in the league on it. Now Batum switches. Clarkson pulls into a mid-range hopper and he hit it. Off the bounce going left, right to left. He pulls up and nails it. 17-12. Jazz have hit seven of 10 to start. Clippers have hit five of 12 to start. Reggie Jackson at the top. Playing a two-man game with Kawhi. Drives with the right hand, stops. Flares at cross court to Batum. Penetrates over to the corner to Morris. Bogdanovich on him, he'll drive. He's not a good isolation player. He fades back and hits. Jazz are fine with that. Let Morris make all the possessions he wants, right? Yeah, I, I, I like that as well. 
He ran him off the three-point line, though, as well. He's 31% this year on isolations. Left side, Clarkson. 17-14 Jazz. Clarkson guarded by Paul George. Pull back three. Swish. Man, that was a tough shot. Paul George has as good a defensive resume as anybody this side of Rudy Gobert. Top to Paul George. He'll take the three over favors. Back rim, no good. 20 to 14. George one for three after a miserable first game. Donovan splits the double team, drives the lane, lays it up and in. Another timeout for Ty Lue. 22. Donovan flexes. High stepping to the crowd with flexed arms right in the front of the orange t-shirted section of the crowd. And Donovan Mitchell's ignited this place. 22-14 for the Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. I was definitely, you know, feeling it a little bit, but, you know, sometimes you just got to dig to a, dig deep into a different place, and I was getting my ass kicked on both ends of the floor. wasn't making the right reads. Luke hit a bunch of shots on me. Reggie hit a bunch of shots on me, and there were situations that I was just being lazy, you know, and letting that fatigue kind of get to me. So um, I came in at halftime. I was just like, look, I'm just going to have to find a way, and that was the biggest thing for me. And you hear that with what Coach said. I forgot I was mic'd up, so I didn't know that y'all caught that. But that's why I love Coach, man. And, you know, obviously the Coach of the Year stuff came out. And, you know, I always believe he's the Coach of the Year because, you know, at some point in time, you know, you got to dig deep. Donovan Mitchell is some of the best soundtrack we've ever heard by an NBA player on TNT the other night. The unfortunate thing is he was mic'd up and forgot about it. So that was, uh, but it was great stuff. The most telling... And I think, you know, it's being played up a little bit. And I got it. I got why it's being played up. But when he says to the guys, they played game seven 48 hours ago. Let's keep fighting. And they'll look to play game two. Right. Hey, I don't know if he really believed that, but that's what you're motivating your guys. And you've got to have that mindset. Speaking of motivating guys and leadership out of Donovan Mitchell, I think what we're watching right now is one of the great leaderships I've ever seen out of him. The Clippers only forced one turnover in the second half the other night. You knew they were going to come out as hard as they possibly could. You knew they were going to try to win the game in the first seven minutes. And Donovan Mitchell has come out tonight, and basically he's won this portion of the game single-handedly. But just think about who's saying. A player is saying that, so they must feel it, David. And knowing that if I was in that position, you know, how would I feel? Kawhi Leonard, high pick-and-roll drives, gets a second pick, goes over Donovan, no whistle, lays it up and in. Interesting Spain pick-and-roll is what it's called there, where Kawhi Leonard gets a pick and then a second pick. Hits the guy as well. So nice play. They were great out of timeouts the other night. Right with Ty Lue. Back cut for Clarkson. Held by Batum on the cut. Ron, I got to tell you that if you go back and watch that game, which I had such a pleasure doing, it was such a great game. Zubak dunk on the back cut. Wide open three for Kennard out of a timeout. Their plays out of a timeout are just outstanding. Third best in the NBA out of a timeout, actually. 22-16. Patrick Beverly's in the game. Hassling Donovan everywhere, comes off of favors, pick once, twice, pulls and hits. Donovan's got 14 points in the first seven minutes. He is having an unbelievable quarter with so much on the line with the way the Clippers are coming. Beverly drives, kicks it out to more uh, to Cousins. Cousins jump stops in the lane, passes back to Beverly, goes off Donovan into the backcourt, eight on the clock. Cousins, Beverly, the first substitutions. Beverly works to the right side, driving at Favors, to the cup, wild, crazy layup, no good. Favors pushing, excuse me, Favors gets pushed by Cousins for the rebound, diving for it is Beverly, undercuts Clarkson, it goes down, and the ball goes out of bounds off Beverly. So Cousins is coming to be physical, Beverly aging and losing his step has come in to be, to wreck havoc. 
Well, he, co he comes in to try to de defend Donovan Mitchell. Makes sense. High pick and roll. Donovan, wide open three. Missed it off the back rim. Rebound comes to Morris. 24-16. Kawhi on the run. Cut off by Bogdanovich. Now works one-on-one. -on -one. Boyan holds ground. Kick out to Cousins. Working on favors. He bullies him into the lane. Steps through. Powers tries to dunk. Misses the dunk, but makes the layup. 24-18. Cannot believe they have suddenly turned into Marcus Cousins. High pick and roll Clarkson in the lane. Working to the right side. Has some airspace. Misses. I think he wanted to bank it at first change. Loose ball rebound. 50-50 ball comes out to Leonard. Leonard attacking. Favors is back. O'Neal fouls it. 24-18. Jazz have hit 10 of 15. The Clippers have hit 8 of 17. It's the first time we've seen... Kawhi Leonard really pushed the ball up the floor that quickly. Usually he's a pace player. Leonard will get two free throws. By the way, that sound flash from Donovan was brought to you by Vivid. Vivid, smart security, professionally installed. Ron Boone, the lineup the Clippers have on the floor has not played together, ever. Strictly because of Cousin? I, I, I guess. The only player that I can think of that, and who really was not getting a lot of playing time. As a matter of fact, he had a lot of DNPs. Boy, look at him really, just really fight Rudy. Just trying to bully him underneath the basket. 24-19, Cousins is the ultimate momentum player. If it goes bad, it goes really bad. If it goes well, it goes really well. Clarkson comes to get it left wing off a Gobert pick. Pulls back for a three, gets caught in the air, and lands with the ball. And, uh, Turnover on Clarkson. Yeah, he, he got caught in the air, then he was looking for Rudy, and Rudy was already trying to get to the offensive glass. Well, so he smartly comes down with it, though. Leonard comes to the front the court, guarded by Royce O'Neal, who's done a fabulous job on him. Driving, sees Gobert, passes it out to Cousins. Cousins attacks, Gobert is there, Cousins goes after him and lays it up and in. Cousins is one of those guys right now that knows his minutes are going to be limited, and he's really trying to make an impact on the game. He's probably a free agent, too. 24-21, left side, Niang, three, rattles out. Rebound, Cousins. Leonard up to the front court. O'Neal on him, Gobert shadowing. Gobert kind of hanging out in the paint. Here goes Kawhi to the rack. Nice defense by O'Neal. Missed the shot. Gobert taps the rebound to Niang. Donovan to the front court. He's played the entire quarter. Donovan. Wiggling, left side to Niang. Ball fakes Beverly, puts it on the deck. That's risky around Beverly. Back up top to Donovan. They clear some space for him. Morris guarding. Donovan crosses over, loses the ball through the lane. Beverly knocked it away. Two on one, fast break. Niang is back. Niang knocks it away and fouls him. Patrick Beverly and DeMarcus Cousins have done what they were supposed to. They've come in off the bench and added an energy and a juice to the Clippers. Yeah, you can see Donovan tried to swipe underneath. Patrick Beverly walks up behind Donovan and pats him on the backside. He's going to try to get in your head. The way he has with Russell Westbrook over the years. Yeah, that all started when Patrick Beverly ended up taking Westbrook out. He misses the free throw for the year. Did he yep. tear ACL or something like that? Not well. Was it meniscus? Yes, meniscus. Beverly 
Played 11 seconds in game three. Didn't play more than five minutes in any of the last five games of the Dallas series. Just too small to guard Luka. 32 years old now for Beverly. An 8-2 run by the Clippers. As he makes one of the two free throws. Milwaukee won earlier tonight. Get that series to two games to one in an 86-83 game that made the 80s jealous. 24-22. Ingles initiating. Donovan on the bench. Gobert at the top of the key, and we got a foul on Patrick Beverly called by Scott Foster. That's his first. Team foul on the Clippers is their fourth. Utah has four. Neither team now, everyone will shoot free throws from here, but nobody's been in the bonus yet. Donovan leads all scorers with 14. He's on the bench. Ingles, Jazz really needs something out of Joe. Terminates the dribble up top with nowhere to go. Right side, Clarkson. They're zoning in the middle of the lane. Clarkson working between, drives by him. Cousins comes over, pulls up and hits. Boy, that was a nice play by Jordan. Good read of where the defense was. Just dribbles into a rhythm, gets the defense, take a step back, pulls up, knocks down the eighth footer. Beverly is not much of an offensive player, but a good spot up shooter. Gives to Paul George, guarded by Oni. Right side, Batum, Niang gets caught reaching in the cookie jar, and that'll be a foul on a three-point shot. Batum shooting so badly recently, I'm not sure that's necessary. Well, five 32% for 19 in, the, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah, sorry. Five for 19 in the last five, five ball games. He had his best three-point shooting year of the 09, since the 09-10 season, a long time ago. But has not been sustainable in the playoffs. He really added something to that starting lineup, though, once he joined this team. Batum, who was in Charlotte and let go out of Charlotte after a fairly dismal stretch. Jordan Clarkson's come off the bench to play well. Here's what he says about where that confidence comes from. Man, what gives me that confidence is just, you know, my teammates, coaching staff, just everybody continuously talking to me, continuously embracing who I am. And those guys always come over to the bench and tell me to keep shooting. And even when I'm having an off night, even when I'm hot, they still tell me to shoot the ball. No Free throw good. Now the Jazz rush it up the front court. Luke Kennard fouls Joe Ingles. That'll send Joe to the free throw line. So Kennard is the next man off the bench. Terrence Mann and Rajon Rondo have not appeared yet. Who played the other night. Ty Lu said in pregame they'll probably play 10 guys, but not 11. Joe Ingles goes to the line. 26-23, Joe and his wife so deeply involved in the autism community. With great generosity and donations, as well as training of police officers on how to deal with kids and adults with sensory issues. Some wonderful work in our community from Joe. And the first free throw from the left-hander from Australia is good. And the second one is short. Rebound Cousins. 27-23, minute left here in the first. Beverly at the top. Left side on tight curl is Paul George. Oni defending. Fadeaway jumper, no good. Rebound Gobert. Paul George is one for four. Five, excuse me. Hard to keep track. Ingles, right side. Bounces to Gobert, 18 feet. Drives in the lane. And an offensive foul called on Rudy Gobert. That is on Joe Ingles. That is a, Ron, I'm, I don't mean to pick on him, but 
Since when are we bouncing the ball to Rudy Gobert at 18 feet on a pick and roll? Yeah, that's just way too far, but Rudy has to know. I mean, that's just... He, he lowers the shoulder and puts it into the chest of Cousins. I mean, Joe, Rudy's really got to catch that ball and just stop. Pull up three for Paul George and a two for one over Oni is good. Bunch of bad plays here by the Jazz in a game where you can't make them. 27-26. Jazz by one after a brilliant start. Here's Ingles, left-hand drive. Flares up top to Niang this time. He penetrates in the lane, cross-court to Ingles. Quick release three. Yes, sir! Joe Ingles from the left corner. 30-26, I love the quick release there, Ron. Yeah, you catch it high, he caught that about shoulder high and just released it from that standpoint. Paul George lining up Oni. Oni reaches in, he pushes it out to Kennard. Left side three is good, great read by Paul George. Yeah. Rudy Gobert came off Kennard to help on the drive. Kennard wide open and the catch and shoot game of the Clippers showing late. Jazz 30, Clippers 29 on the Jazz Radio Network. Good offensive quarter by both teams. Turnovers up by the Jazz, four in that quarter. Donovan Mitchell had 14 points to lead the Jazz. Jordan Clarkson came off the bench with a very good quarter and had seven in six minutes, and that's what the Jazz have to get without Mike Conley. The Clippers got a balanced attack like they did in the first game. Five from Paul George, who was two of six shooting. Made a beautiful pass there at the end of the quarter. And Kawhi Leonard had five points on two of four shooting. Clippers went two of six on catch and shoot threes. That means they're on pace for 24 of them. That's a little high. You'd like that number down. They averaged 25 in the quarter. The Jazz were the only team in the NBA in the top five in not allowing shots at the rim as well as not allowing three-point shots, and they have not been able to do that yet against the Clippers. Ron, what were your impressions of that first quarter? Well, I love the way the Jazz came out, the type of energy that they played with, especially early in the ball game. Donovan, again, getting getting everything started for the Jazz offensively. Uh, but you can just see this is going to be a dogfight. This Clipper team is awfully, awfully good. They have weapons, and they have defensive players. I don't think they want to do this 2-0 deficit thing again like they did it last time. They're probably well aware of how, how hard that is to come back from. Clippers got five shots at the rim. Jazz got four in that first quarter. 30-29. Paul George guarded by Mia Oni. Left side to Batum. Left block to DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins guarded by Gobert. Drives into his body. Bodies up. Goes up for the shot. Misses. Gets his own rebound. We got an offensive foul called on DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins frantically spinning his finger in the air, wanting a review and arguing. Now more demonstrably to Ty Lue. Ty Lue's like, calm down, DeMarcus. He's not, it's not a good time to review a call anyway. And the foul on Cousins. Ty Lue now has his hands in the prayer position asking for an explanation. Now begging even more for an explanation, talking through George Niang who would like the ball while Trey Maddox waits to give it to him. Now finally they inbound. 30 to 29, Ingles to the front court. Black socks, white shoes, dark mode uniform, comes over to the right corner to Niang. Trying to get it to Clarkson, overplayed by Batum, and Niang throws it away. 
Left side, Batum driving hard off the glass, misses the layup. Nice battle for it by Oni for it, but he can't corral it. It's over to Beverly. Beverly's unguarded for three and misses badly. Rebound Clarkson. Wow, the Jazz got lucky right there. Paul George is the superstar on the floor. Clarkson comes up to the front court, crosses over, rises up, hits the three. 33-29. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousin was backpedaling there, and, and boy, Clarkson said, give me the ball. Paul George getting a lot of room off curls, runs in the lane, sees Gobert, throws it back out to Beverly, and goes out of bounds. Beverly holding the ball. Our officials tonight, Scott Foster, Trey Maddox, and the big Kevin Cutler. Yeah, probably the biggest official that's ever. 6-7. Ingles like... being picked up full court by the Clippers every time he's playing point guard. Comes off a Gobert pick, jump pass to Clarkson, top to Niang, wide open three. Missed it off the back rim. Tough start tonight for George, he's 0 for 2. 33-29. Cousins gets down low on Ingles. Ingles relents and an easy layup for Cousins, who's sprinting the floor, had an impact on game one. 33-31. Cousins on a switch, now guarding Ingles. Joe is not a good isolation player. Ingles drives with the left hand, stops, bounces to Clarkson, open three off the back rim, long rebound Oni. Touches it to Ingles. Niang's open in the corner, instead they go to Clarkson, now find Niang. Left side, corner three, no good. George has not been close on his three attempts so far. 33-31, but he's shooting him and that's what the Jazz want. Five of 12 from three. Crossover dribble from George, pull up three, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Ron, he's two of seven. When does he start to think about it? Well, he's probably thinking about it now because that's a carryover from Clarkson driving, game push one. shot up and in. 35-31. A little more frantic pace to this game than we had the other night. Yeah, and that's in favor of the Jazz because I really think the 41 minutes a game that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George has been averaging will catch up with him. George pushes it off to Batum and pushes off the defender. Left side back to George. Oni all over him and fouls it. Here are the numbers again on Paul George against the Utah Jazz. It's pretty fascinating how much his game has been kind of undone by the Jazz, and at least in my game, or my mind, Ron, I attribute that largely to the presence of Rudy Gobert. Over the last four years, Paul George, as George Niang checks out, and Boyan comes back in. Kawhi Leonard is now in with Paul George. They're plus 18 for 100 possessions when they're both on the floor. They drop considerably when just one is. Leonard driving inside at Gobert. Bounces out to Cousins. Puts his shoulder into Bogdanovich. Steps in the lane. Ball fakes three different times. Goes up, gets blocked by Gobert. Shot clock violation. Three time. Three time. Oh, you're talking about three-time defensive player of the year. I'm talking about the three pump fakes that didn't work and still gets the shot blocked. <laughs> Cousins checks out. Zubak checks back in. Cousins played eight minutes, had six points. Crowd chanting Rudy spontaneously. Cousins was a plus. Well, Cousins is staying in. Zubak didn't check in yet. Well, Zubak wasn't at the scorer's table, so they wouldn't let him in. Clarkson to the front court, having a very good ball game with 12 points. Top to Ingles. Heavy pressure, throws a tough pass to Gobert. Nice catch down low. Working down low, Reggie Jackson just grabs him. On the floor, probably, but I wonder why. Well, he knew he was going to get dunked on. 
And that's only the second foul. And Reggie Jackson picked up two early fouls in game one, remember? Now the substitution. Gobert's about to check out. So the note I was going to give you about Paul George is no longer relevant because it's about when Rudy Gobert is on the floor. Donovan Mitchell's ready to check in as well. I'll give you roll call here. There's 9.09 left in the second quarter. It's Utah 35 and the Clippers 31. Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich, Mia Oni, and Derek Favors. Oni getting extended run tonight. He's played four minutes. Full substitutions by the Clippers as well. Jackson, Leonard, George, Start. Morris, and Zubak. So their starters are back on the floor with 9.07 left in the second. High pick and roll for Donovan. Kawhi's guarding him. He works the right side of the floor, puts up a scoop and scores. Man alive on the two-time defensive player of the year. Dribbling, David. He's looking over his left shoulder. He's, he's surveying Kawhi Leonard to see where he's at. Well, he should be. Because yeah. the rule in this league is you cannot dri dribble near Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Royce O'Neal checks back in. Let's see what the matchups are. Bogdanovich. So O'Neal will be on Leonard. Mitchell is on George. Bogdanovich is going to guard Morris. This is what they've created by being bigger tonight is Donovan guards Paul George. Pass down low to Zubak. Hook shot over favors is good. <laughs> 37-33 Utah by four. They've led the whole way. The Clippers have never led tonight. 8.36 left second quarter. Kawhi meets Donovan in the front court. They force him to his left hand. He comes off a pick, gets to the free throw line, pulls for the jumper, rattles around, and goes in. And Donovan Mitchell has 18 first half points. Paul George right side. George is two of seven. Crowd showing their respect, according to Paul George. Left side pull-up jumper for Kawhi Leonard. Off the handle, no good. Gets his own rebound. Tries it a second time and nails it. 39-35. Jazz by four. Eight minutes left. Second quarter. Donovan explodes by Leonard. He reaches around from behind. Knocks it away. Reggie Jackson taps it out of bounds. Inbound to Clarkson in the left corner. We got a whistle. It's going to be an offensive foul on the Jazz on a pick that sent Paul George to the ground. I think that's going to be on Joe Ingles. I mean, I'm sorry, Derek Favors. It is on Derek Favors. That is his first. Two fouls on Bogdanovich, two on Niang, two on Zubak. The only players that are trickling toward foul trouble. 39-35. Reggie Jackson in the front court, originally a member of Oklahoma City out of Boston College. Then got traded... And a moving pick here on Zubak, and that's his third. The only way you get an offensive foul call, you must go through the pick. If Zubak jumps over there in front of, Nia, of uh, Royce O'Neal, and Royce O'Neal just kept running right into him. And instead of Cousins, he's going to Batum, so Ty Lue will go small again. So Derek Favors will end up defending Morris. But this means that now Bog they'll switch. Let's see if it switches the matchups. Kawhi will pick up Donovan again. They get a switch right away. They're switching everything so the Jazz can pick their matchups. O'Neal, left side to Clarkson, off a nice pick. Fires the three, hits! 
Jordan Clarkson's got the off the bounce going tonight. He's got 15 points and the Jazz are up seven. 42-35. Donovan guarding Paul George off of the tune pick. Favors switches, driving to the basket, fouled by Favors. Good defense, but he reached down with his right hand and fouled him. Paul George aggressively going to the basket when Rudy Gobert is no longer on the floor. 42-35. Paul George took three shots in the paint the last game, Ron. One of them was a free throw line, about an eight-foot pull-up jumper. Rudy blocked it. Early in the game, he tried to go over Rudy. Rudy altered it. And the other was a reverse layup trying to avoid Rudy. He airballed it. Free throws good by Paul George. Score is 42-36. You're just tuning in your America First game summary. Jazz opened the game up. Donovan Mitchell with a flurry and a quick timeout, 10-2. Crowd deafeningly chanting overrated. Paul Donovan had 14 in the first quarter. Jazz led 30-29. They now lead 42-37. That's brought to you by America First. For the finest in financial services, visit AmericaFirst.com. Donovan. Right side, O'Neal. Quick release three from Royce, too long. That Rebound comes down good. to Batum. It was right on line, just a little long. First shot by Royce tonight. Right side, Paul George. Pulling back, one-on-one on Clarkson. Favors shades over, cross-court pass to Batum. Reggie Jackson's the open one for the catch-and-shoot three, and he hits. Reggie Jackson has been a dynamite shooter for the L.A. Clippers. For the last five, five ball games, David, he's taken 43-point shots. Donovan, deep, deep, deep three. This one from Provo, and it's good. 45-40. Kawhi, hard drive to the rack, into Favors, and lays it up and in. Clippers are going much faster right now in their initial actions. Donovan gets a switch to Reggie Jackson. They're switching one through five. They double him, Donovan. First time they've done this tonight. Donovan gets knocked to the ground by Paul George, and they call a foul. Yeah, they're going to call this foul on, on George, I think. And that is this first foul on Paul George, who has seven points, three rebounds, and four assists. Timeout on the floor. Paul George stands with his hands behind his head in disbelief. Ty Lu has his mask on his chin, arguing and yelling about the call, while Chauncey Billups, who's being interviewed for the Celtics job, is got some other words. Timeout on the floor. 45-42, Jazz by three on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty-five, forty-two, Jazz by three with six seventeen left. It was June tenth, nineteen ninety-eight, for a day in history. NBA Finals, Jazz and Bulls. Jazz were down two games to one. Could they even the series against the Bulls? Stockton takes the rebound away from it. Tomorrow's on the run. Utah claims the lead. It's one to set to the basket, and it's a brand new game with 3.15 left. Anderson, who's done a good job defensively on Jordan. Michael tests him again, and this time gets the hoop. Jordan, Anderson leaning on him. Michael spins and scores. That's Jordan's 34th point. Chicago may be. 48 hours away from a crack at wrapping up its sixth championship on its home floor. 45-42, that is your day in history, brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug.
You can enjoy fresh food you love with the convenience of a free pickup of $35 or more. Smith's fresh for everyone. Head coach Tyrone Liu was the coach for Jordan Clarkson in Cleveland. Those two have had a bond for quite a while. In fact, Liu's got a Missouri tie with his Nebraska roots. Left side, Royce O'Neal, beautiful ball break, drives down the lane and lays it up and in. And Liu had actually followed and been in touch with Jordan Clarkson throughout his college career. And so then when he coached him, the two were very close. Paul George, isolated the free throw line, holding Royce all over him. Top to Morris, back to Paul George, pushes off with the right hand, steps back for a three and hits, and push off P is back. Paul George, first free throw since the 7.07 mark of the first quarter. We have 5.40 left here in the second, 47-44. Cousins is, no, Morris is in at center. Right side, Clarkson drives the baseline, cut off, download of favors, bad pass, turnover. Leonard, George, Morris, Jackson, and Batum. Their small lineup, and Clarkson fouls Kawhi Leonard coming in the fr front court. 5.24 left here in the second. Ty Lu went to his small lineup about the seven-minute mark. Here with Zubak picking up his third foul. Jazz have Donovan, Jordan, Royce, Favors, and Bogdanovich. We'll see Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert shortly. Kawhi Leonard, ball fakes Boyan, drives the lane, kicks out to Morris, penetrates, Favors cuts him off, alters the shot, but he scores. They are attacking the rim right now. Everything's at the rim right now, Ron. Well, Donovan driving on George, stops on a dime, somehow didn't pull his groin, pulls it back out to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes Kawhi, gets cut off by Morris, pull-up jumper is no good, but he's fouled by Morris on the shot. Boy, the Clippers are... Ron, when I watched the film... When the Clippers engage defensively and they rotate, they are everywhere. They are awesome. Quite honestly, they don't do it that often. Yeah. And you wonder whether they have a night where they can do it for 90 possessions, but we saw it there. Boyan blew by Kawhi and then ran right into Morris at about 16 feet. Their rotations are on point right now. And for the most part, everyone's pretty pretty close to the same size out there on the floor, except for uh, Reggie Jackson, who's six foot three. Boyan, who has not scored. No, and that Donovan flurry early, which was awesome, means Boyan didn't get his touches early, Ron. Right. And we've talked about that so much. On nights where he doesn't get his first quarter going, it's hard for him to find a rhythm. He's only taken one shot tonight. Missed the first free throw, makes the second. 48-46, five minutes left. Donovan was great in that first quarter, but he also took nine shots which was great, he made six of nine, but there is a payoff to that. Here's Kawhi, driving on the right side, goes behind his back, sees Gobert, steps back for an eight-footer and misses. Rudy Gobert's in the game, and a shot that a minute ago was a two-foot shot is now an eight-foot shot. Three-time defensive player of the year, Donovan. Quick release three, high archer, no good, rebound tapped around, battle, foul on the Clippers, and who caused it, I think, but Royce O'Neal, Ron, yeah. crashing the offensive glass. Just love the way that Royce O'Neal is so active on the offensive glass. You watch him come from the weak side. Even if he doesn't get the rebound, he's going to try to deflect it or get a hand on it. Gobert at the line. He split his first two of the night. It's perfect with this one.
Rudy in the playoffs has been averaging 16 points, 13 rebounds, shooting 73% from the field, just 59 from the line. Donovan Mitchell making a substitution, and it took him forever, and Donovan Mitchell's like, what's up with that? Now they have six players on the floor. Paul George will check out. Here's an interesting note, Ron, this year about the Clippers. For a team that we think and we talk about, and I talk about them this way, as deep as they are, when they have both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the floor, they're plus Rudy's second free throw rattles him. They're plus 18 for 100 possessions. They're that good. But when they take one of them off the floor, they're suddenly not dominant. With Kawhi by himself, they're plus four. And with PG by himself, they're only plus two for 100 possessions. Really average lineups at that point. Boy, I'm just watching Cousin. Look at... Reggie your, Jackson pull-up jumper's good. What were you seeing out look, of Cousins? Look, well, he's looking at his teammates like, what are we running? He, kept, he had his palms up. Head was swiveling. But Reggie Jackson solved that problem. 50 to 48. High pick and roll for Ingles. They switch one through five, so Cousins is now guarding Ingles. Ingles not a good isolation player, so he drives looking to pass off to Bogdanovich. Crossover dribble at Morris. Ball fakes. Twirls around for a tough fadeaway and hit it. Eight feet out. And down low, a foul called on O'Neal on Kawhi Leonard. Second on O'Neal. Royce O'Neal has done an incredible job on Kawhi Leonard over the years. And Leonard will get free throws. Royce is so strong and physical. And Kawhi just has not gotten comfortable against him. Ron, in their career, Kawhi Leonard shoots 16 of 46. 16 of 46 when guarded by Royce O'Neal. Wow, that's incredible. Leonard's free throw is good, 42-49. Jazz have led the whole way. No team has led by more than eight. Jazz led 10-2, and that was the largest lead of the game. I think Royce O'Neal is, mu is much more now than a position defensive player. I mean, as you mentioned, he's learned how to use his body, his strength, and that's really made a big difference. Why Leonard's free throw is good. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for your needs. Best financing available. Donovan, hard drive to the rack. Blocked by Batum. Pulled out of the air by Cousins. Clippers on a surge right to left in their white uniforms. In and out dribble. Jackson blows by Ingles. Misses the layup. Rebound comes down to Joe. Joe to the front court. Joe in transition. Bypasses. Gives it off right side to Bogdanovich. Swings through. Foul on Cousins. And Boyan may have just turned an ankle. Boyan in a good deal of pain, grabbing his right ankle, punching his right fist to his left hand, grimacing as he walks away. Boyan does not regularly like to tape. He does not like things on his body. He's had to start taping. Crowd started chanting Bogey to cheer him on. The official does a nice job to give him an extra second. And now Bogey goes to the line. Team foul number five on the Clippers as Bogey makes the free throw, then bounces up and down on that ankle a little bit. Nobody at the scorer's table to check in for the Jazz. Bogdanovich blows on his right hand three times and then bounces on his right ankle, looking over at Quinn Snyder, though, a little bit. 
Substitutions come in for the Clippers. Paul George comes right back in. Almost frantic substituting by Ty Lue right now. Bogdanovich makes the second free throw. Backpedaling the other way and grimacing. Not moving well at all. See if they go at him. Yeah, he's, he's bouncing on it, I think. Guarded by Marcus Morris. Paul George gets the switch on Bogdanovich. Ingles nicely stays with him. Flips it over to Morris. Morris pulls up for 18 and misses. Rebound, Gobert. Bogdanovich running a little bit better now down the other way. 54-50 Jazz. Ingles at the top. Gets a switch with Cousins. Pulls for a three. Back rim, no good. Rebound out to Cousins. Hands it back to Paul George. Coming to the front court. George, three of eight tonight. Bogdanovich defending. Paul George working on his right hand. He wants to drive left. Gives it out to Cousins. Ball fakes a three. Now drives at Gobert. Stops in the lane and travels. I'm sorry. Have you not seen my trophies? Did you not see the award ceremony last night? Because I'm Rudy Gobert. Well, they gave him the trophy at, at before the ball game. And Cousins is still. I, I know this will stun everybody who's followed the NBA, but DeMarcus Cousins is in the midst of something right now. Yeah. He and Rudy got a little tangled up. Cousins is yelling at Scott Foster. We won't tell stories about DeMarcus Cousins going to AAU games and disputes. 54-50, four-point uh, four lead for the Jazz. Time out of the floor, 235 left in the second on the Jazz Radio Network. For today's player profile, we spotlight Donovan Mitchell and how it was a text from his sister that may have saved his college career. That jump from high school to college, I think, is huge. And there were moments where I was like, this isn't it. When you play Virginia the game before, um, I was benched for the game against Indiana in the Pacers arena. Like, I knew he, like, deserved to start, and I knew, like, he was better than what his last game, because I do watch all of his games. And I did know that he needed a little booster. I was like, maybe I can help him. My sister texted me. It was more like, I believe you can do this. I've always seen you work. Like, she was bringing up moments from the past. And that's when I was like, okay. Like, if she's saying this, then it must be real. I knew it was motivational, actually. It was a pretty good text message. I had a career high that game. Splitting that right, hitting crazy shots, falling out of bounds. Mitchell all the way! And that game really changed everything. Donovan Mitchell having an incredible game, 9 of 14. Our player spotlight brought to you by Ford. For every slam dunk, Ford donates $50 to the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of Ford. Boyan Bogdanovich still bouncing up and down on that ankle. Ron, as much as we talk about Donovan, the player, that relationship with his sister Jordan. I remember being in the elevator with him. He was so excited the day she got into college. That shows the authenticity of this kid. Rudy thought Royce O'Neal was going one way. He went the other, throws it out of bounds. Dead ball turnover on the Jazz. 54-50. 2.25 left. Jazz lead by four. They've led the whole way, but never led by more than eight. Close game, but no lead changes. Kawhi Leonard working one-on-one on O'Neal. Gobert shadowing. Kicks out to Cousins. Cousins will take the three, miss it. Rebound Ingles. Chess ahead to Donovan. Donovan gets by Cousins. Kicks it back out to Bogdanovich. Playing on a tweaked ankle, shall we call it. Retreats out with Morris guarding. Calls Donovan to the ball. They swing right side to Donovan. Cousins defending. They're switching everything, so they got mismatches. Eight on the clock. Donovan driving at Cousins. Loose with the dribble. Retreats out for a three and hit it. Jazz by seven, 57-50. Are you surprised that Zubak, only five minutes, has not been back in the ballgame? 
He's got three fouls, right? He's got three fouls, yeah. Paul George down low to Cousins, bodies into Rudy, goes up, blocked by Rudy, Cousins flops. Five on four break for the Jazz with Cousins not coming down the floor. Cross court to Donovan, rotate to O'Neal, back to Joe. Takes one dribble, steps back for three, hits! Joe Ingles tickling the twine to the right side. Utah with their largest lead of the game by 10. An 8-0 run, timeout on the floor. Vivid's rocking, Vivid's rocking, Jazz are rolling. Spacing, quick reads. Spacing, quick reads. Quinn's remarkable. Ron, the thing I've noticed this whole series, the communication amongst the Jazz, look at them. Rudy's talking to Royce, Donovan's talking to Boyan. A minute ago, Donovan and Royce took a second. Vince Lagarza jumped in with him for a moment. Over on this side, there is no conversation taking place amongst this group of the Clippers. The difference between the communication, and maybe it's togetherness, Donovan and Rudy have been together for five years. Joe's been with him for all five years. Royce has been with him for all five years. They've got her four years. They've got to, they know they can talk at each other. And maybe they just haven't been together long enough. I don't know the reason, but it's blatantly obvious how much these two sides communicate differently. Well, there's a system here that everyone has embraced. I'm not so sure about what the heck was going on there with the Clippers. And I know I've, 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 I mean, I've it's crazy about this. To I don't know what's. What, what they run, you know? And, and they're playing lineups that have never played together before. Yeah, the the guys on the floor it. have not spent a minute together on the floor all year. It's crazy, Ron. Yeah. Well, they still have enough talent <laughs> to win basketball. They're just game. endless with talent. Beverly yeah. comes to the front court. Three-time all-defensive team player. Gives to Leonard, two-time MVP. Isolated on Ingles, step back threes, not great off the bounce threes, but he nails this one. Beverly's picking up Donovan at 94 feet, so Royce brings it to the front court. Joe comes to bail him out, but instead he goes to Bogdanovich right side, guarded by Batum, drives the baseline, cut off by George, stops and pops and hits. 62-53, Jazz by nine. Kawhi, guarded by O'Neal. Rudy shadowing the paint. Kawhi drives, mid-range floater, no. Pushes off for the rebound and gets called for it. Ron, I, again, I, I said to say this all year, because I don't mean as anybody of a slight to Derek Favors, but it's incredible where the shots come from the minute Rudy gets on the floor. Well, that exact same drive was at the rim, Rudy's there, now it's a tough step back eight footer. It's what he does to the game. Yeah. It's just people drive to the basket. You can count on them not getting a high percentage shot. So what do they do? They try to settle for what would be the high percentage shot. And a lot of times, in this case here, it just doesn't fall. And what does it allow Royce O'Neal to do defensively? Knowing that Rudy's behind him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he can belly up on guys and doesn't have to play safe all the time. And I think that goes for most of the players on this team. Free throw split, 6-3, 63-53. George driving, attacking Gobert at the rim, misses the layup. A rare shot in the paint by Paul George, and yet another miss, he's three of nine. Jazz by 10, 63-53, crowd comes to their feet. Shot clock's at 13, game clock's at 16. I don't know if you can even hear me. Donovan, 
Gets a switch with Morris. Six on the clock. Pulls back for a 32-foot three, and it's good. Oh, boy. Are you kidding me? 27 for Donovan Mitchell. Ingle steals from half court. Oh, he rimmed it. 14-3 run. Donovan Mitchell, 27 first half points. Utah leads by 13. 66-53. Donovan Mitchell has scored 73 points in the last four, five quarters or four quarters? Four, four quarters. 73 points in the last, that's not right, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Let, let's well, pause he, on that. I don't think that's right. I think he had, how much did he have in the second half? He had 30 in the second. We'll figure it out. He had 30 in the second half. He has we only had 13 half. points at the half. So he had 57 in the last four quarters, I think. Right. Time out on the floor. 66-53. Jazz by 13 on the Jazz Radio Network. We're at the half. Utah Jazz leading 66-53. We're joined by Jazz assistant coach Mike Wells. Coach, you knew the Clippers were going to try to come out with a big bang early. What type of leadership did you see from Donovan Mitchell and the fact he just took over the game in the opening moments? Well, Locke, I think this is a little bit of a conversation we've had a few times. You know, I think that you've seen the growth and maturity of his game. I think he's poised. He's under control. Uh, you know, he was playing at such a high level before the Indiana game when he rolled his ankle. Um, you know, to take 40 days off in between starts and to come back uh, the way he did against Memphis and the way he's continuing now. I, I just think you see him thinking the game at a whole different level. Defensively, you had a very good second quarter. What was the key to that? Well, you know, I think, number one, we just got great energy. We've got a lot of pressure up the floor. You know, the guys are feeding off each other. Um, you know, we've been up. We've started to harass them a little bit, you know, and, and try to just disrupt their timing. They're, they're really good offensive players. You know, they're big, they're physical, and you're just trying to push them out another step or two and then trying to contest those shots without sending them to the free throw line. You know, they got 11 free throws there, but, you know, I think we're being physical. And then uh, I thought Rudy and Fave have just been outstanding at being kind of patrolling the paint and being at the rim lock. I think, you know, we've got the two best bigs in this series, uh, and they've played like it. What should we watch for early third? Well, I think they're going to come out. Um, you know, they're trying to send two people at Donovan at times. Uh, they're not very connected on that, but I think you're going to see him try to blitz pick and rolls and you're going to try to, you know, run another defender at him when he's sort of up there dribbling. Uh, guys are looking around. So we've got a space with precision. We've got two shooters on the backside. You know, Donovan's going to have to get that ball out of that double team really quickly. Uh, trust his teammates. And then as the game goes along, he's going to have to figure out where he puts his stamp on this when they try to run two defenders at him and he takes off and he rejects it early. Coach Wells, thank you very much. 53, that was Coach Mike Thanks. Wells. Opening three for Morris is no good. Rebound tapped out by George to the Clippers. Clippers are in their white uniforms, beat Dallas in seven games. Now in the second round, a crossover from Jackson, a pull-up jumper and he hits. Mid-range two for Reggie Jackson. Ron Boone, any thoughts on what our friend Mike Wells had to say? Well, I, I think he, he repeated a lot of the things that we've been talking about here, but for the things, he, the great things that he has to say about, about Donovan and his maturity and how he was playing even when he got hurt. You know, we, we watched him sit out. I didn't realize it was 40 days. That is a long and time. And he Noah filled an arc in that time. Right. 
Wasn't that right? Oh, David. <laughs> Sorry. Here comes Donovan. Finds Rudy wide open at the rim. Slam dunk. There was no one close. First double team of the night on Donovan in the second half, and he found Rudy for a dunk. That's the spacing, and that's the recognition. Reggie Jackson driving right side. Bounces to Leonard. Drives the baseline. Dives into Gobert. That's an offensive foul. It's the second foul on Leonard in the quarter. It's his third of the game. But, Ron, the incredible part about that, Kawhi Leonard, two-time MVP, 26 points a game, driving the baseline and not even thinking about shooting because yep. Rudy Gobert's in the He was the looking weak side, wasn't he? And lowers the shoulder and puts it into Rudy, trying Thir to create some space. 13-point lead by the Jazz. Donovan calmly comes across the city logo, thinks about a three, now drives in the paint with Zubak dropping. Back up top to O'Neal. Swings it back to Donovan. Quinn at half court, barking out signals. They run a double at Donovan. He finds Bogdanovich in the right corner. One dribble, fires the three. Pow! Donovan Mitchell dishing the dimes off the double and Bullion burying the right side three. That skip pass was a bullet over to Largest to lead of the night, 71-55. Bogdanovich really, really laboring on that ankle, and I think he just got a Charlie horse. Kawhi Leonard off the bounce three left side. He's not a good off the bounce three-point shooter. He misses. Jazz by 16. Donovan comes to get it. Works off a Gobert pick. Takes a left-hand dribble into the paint. Pulls back for a mid-range two. It's long. Gobert battling for the rebound. Can't corral it. We got a whistle of foul. It's on the Clippers. The Jazz are now out hustling, out playing the Clippers, and the Clippers are out complaining the Jazz right now. Like Kawhi Duke. Leonard just picked up his third foul in a minute. Son, I think what Donovan's realized is when they're going to trap him and double team him, it's going to be late in the clock. So he's got to make a decision quick. Donovan gets a squeeze pick and roll. Comes off Gobert to the right. Has airspace. Fires the three. Kaboom! Utah! 74. Clippers 55. Donovan shaking his head going the other way. And Winks! Oh yes, when you're magic, you can wink. The spider is throwing his web out, and it's magical right now. By 1974-55 on the Jazz Radio Network. Donovan, they force him to his left. He rises and fires through three, and he's still hot. Oh, he has not cooled off in the last 48 hours. Here's Donovan, crossover, rise, fire. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, deep, deep, deep three. This one from Provo, and it's good. Donovan driving at Cousins, loose with the dribble. Retreats out for a three and hit it. Donovan, six on the clock. Pulls back for a 32-foot three, and it's good. Oh, Are you kidding me? Comes off Gobert to the right, has airspace, fires the three, kaboom! Donovan shaking his head going the other way, and leaks! Donovan Mitchell with six three-pointers, which is three off his career high. Fourth straight game with 30 points. Donovan's points to minutes played in the playoffs is incredible right now. He's over a point a minute in the playoffs, now by a fairly significant amount. And... The Jazz are rolling. And a cool moment just up a moment on the screen. I believe they just gave the owners of the uh, Filipino food truck that got vandalized a Jordan Clarkson jer jersey. Jordan heard about that and refurbished uh, the entire truck the other day. Our players do so much 
in the community. I mean, Donovan only donated $13 million to his high school this year, so, you know, no big deal. No, no big deal. 74-55, Jazz by 19. What a sequence here by the Jazz. Clippers driving. Ingles fouled by Zubak. No call. Scoop, there it is. Joe Ingles off the glass, and the Jazz are up 21. A 10-2 run to open the quarter. Paul George right side. Gets in the lane, dives into Gobert, and gets the foul call, but with no... What a weird play. Here's the sequence that just opened up the half. Donovan comes off. First thing, it's incredible, Ron. Mike Wells in our halftime show basically told us we expect the Clippers to double team. Right? Not exactly what he said. Mike Wells at halftime says we expect them to double team Donovan. So they were ready for it. So they clearly were ready for it. Double team Donovan. He finds Rudy Gobert for a wide open dunk. Next play, double team Donovan. Bogdanovich open three, buries it. Donovan misses a mid-range jumper, comes down, buries the three. And the Jazz were suddenly up 19 in a four-play sequence. Paul George now with 10 points going to the free throw line. Don't forget, Tuesday night, the Jazz outscored the Clippers 32 to 19 in the third quarter to start to take control of the basketball game. 76-57. left here in the third quarter. Still a long way to go, but the Jazz with a big lead. They're in a zone. Bogdanovich to the corner to Ingles. He bobbles, penetrates, kicks out to Donovan. Left side, O'Neal. Ball fakes, takes a dribble to his right, flares it back to Donovan. Catch and shoot three is off the glass. No good. Now, O'Neal passed up a shot there and forced Donovan into... I think the Jazz are just surprised. The Clippers don't play a lot of zone. Three ball for Reggie Jackson off the bounce is good. Jackson came out very aggressively here in the quarter because they need somebody other than Leonard and George. Donovan's got 30 points already. Splits the double team. Gets in the lane. Scoops by Zubak. Blocked out of bounds. Jazz, remember earlier this year against Memphis, the last time really anybody zoned the Jazz was against Memphis. They ran the same play where they pinned the inside of the zone for an alleyway for the drive, and they then ran five variations off of it before Memphis got out of the zone. And I don't think anybody's zoned the Jazz since. We'll see if the Jazz can have the same success here. Bogdanovich, left side. Clippers are moving actively. Skip pass to Donovan. Goes to the corner, takes a tough three as the shot clock expires. Rebound comes out to Jackson. Clippers are long and active in that zone, but the Jazz just will get some looks as Reggie Jackson drives the lane and scores. So Reggie Jackson found out the scrap heap in Detroit is trying to will the Clippers back. It's 76-62. Jazz will take a timeout and figure out the zone, and we'll be back right after this on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Clarkson guarded by Paul George. Pullback three... Swish. Man, that was a tough shot. Cousins bodies into Rudy. Goes up. Blocked by Rudy. Cousins flops. Five on four break for the Jazz with Cousins not coming down the floor. Cross court to Donovan. Rotate to O'Neal. Back to Joe. Steps back for three. Hits! Donovan. Six on the clock. Pulls back for a 32-foot three, and it's good. Are you kidding me? Double at Donovan. He finds Bogdanovich in the right corner. One dribble. Fires the three. Pow! Donovan Mitchell dishing the dimes off the double and Bullion burying the right side three. Donovan Mitchell has been absolutely fantastic. That's your WCF Insurance player spotlight reminding you to be 
Careful out there, WCF Insurance, Donovan has 30. Zone defense from the Clippers here. They're the seventh best team in the league at zone defense. They ran the ninth most amount of zones of anyone in the league. That's only 4% of the time, so it's not something teams do in this league for long periods of time. The Jazz were the seventh best team in the league at attacking the zone. 76-62, Jazz have led the entire way. They had their largest lead of the game a moment ago. It looks like a zone again, but stretched out a little bit. Well, and pushing Donovan to the sidelines. He goes back to the middle, chest to O'Neal, quick release, right side three, no good, rebound Morris. Jazz have not scored in three possessions against the zone. Jackson, who's been very active, works to the right side, brings Gobert out. Driving one-on-one -on, -one on Gobert, wiggling, fades back with a tough jump shot and hits it. Reggie Jackson can really heat up. It's a 9-0 run. Jackson has, I believe, seven of them. Jackson's got 14, while Paul George has just 11. Ingles, pick, driving, cross-court pass to O'Neal, drives the baseline, but stops. Comes back up top to Donovan. Extended 2-3 zone with him guarding Donovan high. He drives at Paul George's front foot. It's a foul on Paul George. Paul George was angled to try to drive Donovan to his left, and Donovan just had too much room, so he just drove right at that, what was Paul George's left foot that was stretched out that way. Jazz, break the paint. They can get shots. Right now, this zone is making them operate in a short clock. Donovan. They're almost running a 1-2-2, and it's got the Jazz a little flustered. That's what it is. Now you got four seconds on the clock. Donovan driving. Step back, really heavily contested three. Wanted a foul call, didn't get it. Derek favors Jordan Clarkson to check in. It's a 1-2-2 zone, which means the Jazz can't run the play we were talking about. 12-point lead. That halftime lead was 13, so that big burst is gone. It doesn't mean it's meaningless. It just means it's gone. Gobert and Ingles check out. Clarkson and Favors check in. It can be a perimeter team with a zone. You got to break the paint. You got to... Kawhi Leonard to the front court. They ran a double pick for him earlier that worked. They run the same play this time. The Jazz guard it much better. And Donovan comes over and ties up Zubak for a jump ball. It's the same play they ran earlier tonight. The Jazz read this one perfectly. Quinn Snyder huddling Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert together, talking about how, probably to talking about how to attack the zone. Talking about looping underneath something. You can see with his hands. Donovan and Zubak to jump it. 13 seconds on the shot clock. 6.56 left in the quarter. Jazz by 12, we're in the third. Jazz won game one. Kawhi Leonard has it. Leonard is 5 of 11 tonight, 14 points. Driving, Royce O'Neal goes down off a pick. He's in a lot of pain. He's banging his hands on the ground. There's a foul on the play on the Jazz. Royce seems to be okay. Gets up talking to Scott Foster about how do you not call something. See if we see anything on a replay. I didn't see it, Ron. Yeah, just a, a, a hard screen that was set on him. Wasn't expecting it. Donovan ends up fouling Kawhi. Good foul. They take it out, of, out on the side. Well, Donovan and Royce are like twins, so they telepathically communicate. Left side, Reggie Jackson takes a dribble to his left, fires the three, misses. Bogdanovich flies down for the rebound. Boyan's competition level in game one was elite. He works on Morris. Bad pass to the wing, goes off Clarkson, out of bounds. No, off Paul George, out of bounds. Clarkson, I reaction. Clarkson fooled me the way officials sometimes. I would have gone the other way. 
76-64, Clarkson left side three, swirls out. Jazz have not broken the paint, as Ron said, against this zone yet, but the Clippers are super long, so it's hard. Paul George, guarded by Bogdanovich with the crowd crescendoing on top of him. Drives in the lane, sees favors, kicks. Leonard, catch and shoot three, good. He's a fabulous catch and shoot three player. 12-0 run by the Clippers, who maybe only show up to series at the most desperate times. Palindrome, 76-67. Donovan comes off a pick, Chester Bogdanovich has the three look, hits it. Quinn Snyder claps his hands, taps his temples, says just think, first field goal since they went to the zone at the 9.28 mark. 79-67. Jazz have some wiggle room with a 12 point lead. Jackson has been on fire this quarter, comes off a Zubak pick, snakes underneath. At the top of the key, lobs it down low to Zubak. He bobbles the pass, it's loose on the ground, favors him Donovan going after it, and they knock it out of bounds. Oh, 79-67, 5.36 to left in the third. Second round of the playoffs, Jazz and the Clippers, two best point differential teams in the NBA this year. Inbound to Kawhi. Goes to the baseline for a one-dribble jumper and hits. He's heating up. They've got firepower, and Kawhi's got 19. 79-69. Zone again. Donovan bumps into Paul George, drives the lane, stops, flares it out to Clarkson. Kawhi comes with him. Now off a favors pick into a three, and it's good. Jazz have now taken 29 threes. They've hit 14 tonight, 48%. They're shooting 59% overall. Fabulous shooting night for the Jazz. Very reminiscent of what the Mavericks did to the Clippers in game two. Jackson driving at Clarkson, draws the foul. Ron, Reggie Jackson either got summoned by the coaching staff or looked at his two stars and realized they need help. Well, foul trouble in game one to the point where he could not react, even though he he did shoot the three-point shot pretty well. Um but he seems to be trying to get to the basket now a little bit more. I was impressed. I didn't think he had his outside perimeter game wasn't that good. It really so, wasn't until yeah. he got to L.A. and started yeah. playing off players. I mean, I think that's, you know, if you look at Reggie Jackson as he goes to the line, Ron, he's a player who was at the early stage of his career committed to completely, you know, making his own plays. He's a career 35% three-point shooter, but he's... this year, and I think the biggest number that's changed is what percentage of his field goals are assisted. And that makes sense, because a lot of his threes, and and he's had a great year. His last year in Detroit, Ron, 55, this year, or two years ago in Detroit, 55% of his threes were assisted. This year in L.A., 85% of his threes were assisted. And he's shooting 41% in the playoffs from the three-point line. He's had some big days in his career. In Detroit, he was their primary scorer. And he puts it to an 11. Donovan works the left side, in and out dribble, bounces to favors, attacking the rim, missed the layup. Great pass by Donovan. George to the front court, right side to Jackson again. Left-hander drives to the rack, puts it up and in, plus a foul. Reggie Jackson, who at one point in his career averaged 19 points a game in Detroit, is going back to that era and making plays. 
Jackson's career high was 40 in 15-16. Did it against the Portland Trailblazers early in the season. That was a long time ago. This year's high was 29. Free throw's good. It's an eight-point game, 82-74, and Reggie Jackson has 19 points, 14 of them in the quarter. Donovan of a high pick from Favors. Chest to Bogdanovich. Zone defense still. Bogdanovich drives the baseline. Tough look jumper. No rebound Morris. Jazz are not moving the basketball against the zone. And not breaking the paint as Ron talked about. George, pull up jumper. Right side. No good. Rebound out of bounds. Jazz ball. Thank goodness the playoff P decided to shoot again because we were tired of the Reggie Jackson show. I I would like to see someone bring the ball up other than than Donovan. Because Donovan, they're paying so much attention to Donovan and Donovan's not moving the basketball right now. Clarkson comes off a favors pick. Tight curl in the lane. Weaves back out the right side of the zone. Gives to O'Neal. Resets Clarkson. Holds it. No ball movement. No point five. Working one-on-one on Jackson with the defense hovering. Long dribble out in front. Off balance. Air ball. Rebound Jackson. The zone is really flustered the Jazz. Incredibly so, actually. Left side, Paul George. Drives to Bogdanovich. Comes back to his left hand. Chests it out to Batum. Right corner to Morris. Donovan makes him put it on the deck. Morris drives into favors. Hands off to Zubak. Slam dunk. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. And the Jazz lead that was 21 just a moment ago is now down to six. 82-76. 3.33 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. and the Clippers are on quite a run here. Jazz led by 21. It's down to six. Ron Boone, what's happened? Well, the zone obviously is giving them some problems uh, and it's forcing the Jazz to operate in in a short clock, which means that that they're not being able to break the paint and they're having to force shots. Donovan's forced the three. We saw Boyan have to force one on the baseline. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. Uh, so the Jazz need to speed things up. But the big thing is the Clippers are making baskets, which means the Jazz now are playing half-court game. If they if they get to the point where they're missing the shots, the Jazz need to make sure they run. Don't let that zone get set up. 21 to six run here by the Clippers. Take it back, 20 to six run. Left side favors, attacking the basket, misses the layup, goes back up. We have a whistle and a foul. I think it's gonna be on Zubak. Yeah, that is, that's gonna be five on him. Wow, that's big. With 321 left in the third. Four. So team four, foul on Zubak. Okay, so they gave one of those fouls to Leonard. He Kawhi. has four. Kawhi has four, Zubak has four. Right, okay. Kawhi's out of the game right now. They're doing this without Kawhi Leonard. Interestingly enough, the Clippers' defense has been better in the playoffs with Kawhi on the bench than on the floor. 82-76. Favors at the line. Grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. He misses the first free throw. Talked to Derek for a while the other day about the year. He said, I just wanted to come back home. 
Asked him if it was hard to play limited minutes. He said, no, I knew it was coming at the end. And that's the playoffs. And he's been fabulous playing with a bounce and a spark we haven't seen all year. Zubak checks out with four fouls. Ron, I don't mean to be second-guessing Ty Lue, but there's absolutely no reason to take Zubak out of the game from foul trouble. If, you if you're willing to play DeMarcus Cousins or go small, you you're, only you're only forcing him out of the game right now, not the foul trouble. Favors misses both free throws. The Clippers have now gone small. We'll see if they can stay in the zone. 82-76. Paul George flings it up to Batumi, bobbles. Left side to Morris. Niang tightly on Morris, forcing him to put it on the deck. Drives by Niang and lays it up and in. George really missed defensively there. I don't know if he was hand-checking and had to let go, but lost his balance badly. Four-point game, 82-78. Donovan's on the bench, and the Jazz left to find a way to muster offense. This is where you miss Mike Conley, but Joe Ingles fires a three and hits. Joe Ingles now has 14 points tonight. Jazz go back up by seven. That was mammoth. Didn't notice, Ron, was that the zone? No, that George was not a zone. George driving off balance, reaching foul on favor. Scott Foster calls it, and George lays it up and in. Derek reaching in and fouling. Paul George on the drive, 85-80, 2.34 left. Rudy Gobert will check back into the game. Crowd doesn't like that much. Uh, I don't like it there as well. The swipe. But there was no contact. So that foul was called. So the reason why Quinn will not challenge this, by the way, is that he wouldn't take away the basket. The basket would still count, so this challenge really wouldn't be worth anything. And we've got a, wait now, he did challenge it. I'm surprised. Well, this is a, a big difference here, you know. Well, because I don't think, unless they are going to, unless it would take away the basket, well, it's only a one-point challenge, so I'm not. Now, can we talk about challenges for a second? Siegfried and Jensen injure, uh, challenging, helping, challenging cases in Utah for the last 30 years. The Jazz may have won the game the other night, Ron, on the challenge they made. Let's go back to that challenge. DeMarcus Cousins drives the right baseline, lays the ball up and in, and a blocking foul on Rudy Gobert. The challenge was successful. It took a foul off Rudy Gobert, who ended up finishing the game with five fouls, took two points off the board, and took a free throw away from DeMarcus Cousins, and the Jazz won by three. So, but this challenge here, which we don't get a chance to see. Derek Favors picks up his fourth foul. It would, if I understand this correctly, if this challenge is successful, maybe their hope is that they're gonna overturn it. We'll see, we haven't seen a replay on it because the ESPN's gotta pay bills. The only other thought would be, we'll see, here's what Scott Foster has to say here in a second as he comes to the microphone. So an unsuccessful challenge. In the regular season this year, the Jazz were seven and seven on coaches' challenges. Now, now you know why it's unsuccessful, because the camera angle does not show if there was contact or not. So the only, the, 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 
the angles that they've shown here does not show where the contact was made with the swipe. Down. I think the foul happened before the swipe. No, it was well, the that's swipe. Why I'm thinking the officials called the the foul that when he body checks him before the swipe is the foul. Ooh. Well, if, if that was the case, then there was contact. But, you know, the way players drive now and throw their body in the players. For all the great challenges that this coaching staff's done, I'm not sure on that one. Won a game with one the other night, though. Paul George free throw is good. Four-point game again, 85-81. Zubox on the bench with four fouls. Let's see if they're in a zone or a man. They're shadowing Joe Ingles and not letting him get the ball. He comes to get it now. Nicholas Batum all over him. Left side to Clarkson. High pick from, from Gobert. They grab Clark Gobert so he can't roll. No call. Quinn's off the bench arguing about it. Clarkson's at the top. Boy, are they physical right now. Clarkson will go one-on-one -on, -one on Kennard. Dive into a three off the glass and in. Pure luck. You know what that is? That's karma. You refurbish the racist vandalism on a tr food truck and you get a bank three. That's the thank you right there from the basketball gods. 88-81, seven point game. George working on Royce O'Neal, Rudy in the paint. George fades away from 16 and misses. Rebound Rudy. Where the shots are when Rudy's on the floor versus off the floor are just incredible. 88-81. Quinn Snyder's past half-court arguing with Kevin Cutler right now about the way they're grabbing our cutters. Top to Clarkson, one-on-one, -on -one. fires another three, bang! And he kisses the sky, 91-81. 10-point lead for the Jazz. Jordan Clarkson's got 24. Which weapon should you hit? we hit you with? Jackson driving, beats Clarkson to the basket, layup good. Eight-point game, 91-83. And Kennard holding Royce O'Neal. Quinn's past half court again. This is Quinn's bugaboo, Ron. We know it. We've talked about it numerous times. He knows the only way you can stop his offense, the way you can make his offense not work, is to literally hold and grab the cutters so that they cannot move. And if you do that, then his system doesn't work. And so this is what Houston did in the playoffs, and he got furious with it. Now the Clippers are doing it. And he is working the officials right now dramatically, and we'll see if the Jazz can get that call here in a minute. Jordan Clarkson came into the playoffs, or came into the night shooting 39% for the field and 29% from three. He's nine of 13 tonight, six of eight from three. Six of eight from three coming into tonight's game in the last five ball games, 16 of 48 from three. Terrence Mann checks in for the first time tonight at the 107 mark of the third. Boy, he was very much a part of the rotation there for a while. O'Neal makes both free throws. For a limited time, get the free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey. When you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit, Cypress Credit Union, Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Paul George, isolated on Gobert, drives the lane, goes up, fouled by Rudy and finishes over him. A rare paint basket by Paul George over Rudy Gobert. And that is the more aggressive Paul George. He said he was going to be. Paul George, over the last four years, when guarded by Rudy Gobert, is 21 of 60. 
and 11 of 43 for 26% on twos. Well, that was one heck of a drive because once he had a step on Rudy, he takes that step and uses it to put Rudy on that right shoulder. Free throw's good. Clippers are really physical right now. Forearms, grabbing, holding, picking up Ingles full court. 93-86, Jazz have to weather it. 48 seconds left. I'm not sure how long the Clippers can play like this. Clarkson, kick out to Niang. Ball fakes a three, kicks to O'Neal. Wiggles with the dribble, cut off, back to Niang. Drives the lane, five on the clock. Right hand floater, no. Rebound comes down to the Clippers. Paul George driving, head bobbing, taking five steps, no call. Ball goes out of bounds, turnover on the Clippers. Joe Ingles mocking Paul George in his shenanigans and his gyrations. 20 seconds, 27 seconds left in the quarter, 22 on the shot clock. Jazz by seven, they led by 21 in the quarter. Ingles with Batum all over him at 6'8", equaling his height. Clarkson comes to get it. Now off a Gobert pick, Ingles pulls back out with George guarding him. Hands to Clarkson, they switch. Clarkson drives the left hand, the shot clock's gonna run out. That was a, Joe Ingles held on to that ball forever. Well, and, and, and I blame this on Clarkson forever. as well because he had George beaten there if he would have just continued to drive to the basket. But he wanted to shoot a three. So he continues to dribble, take the next dribble, and backs up behind the three point line. just not good by anyone there. Yeah. The only positive is they used all 24 seconds. Uh, Patrick Beverly flings one up at the horn, no good. All right, Jazz lead by seven, heading to the fourth quarter. The Jazz are 48 and two this year when they lead going to the fourth. We'll see if they can hold on. They lead the series one game to none and they lead the game 93-86 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz having an almost outlandish shooting night tonight, shooting 57% from the field and 53% from three, and they lead it by seven. Rob, the Jazz have taken 32 threes, the Clippers just 17. It's a nice advantage. Paul George is five of 14 tonight. He's got 21 points. Kawhi Leonard is seven of 13. He's got 19 points, and Reggie Jackson had a mammoth third quarter for the Clippers getting them back in this game with 16. Jazz's largest lead was 21 points at one point. And then the Clippers went on a 26-21-6 run. Donovan Mitchell has 30 points tonight. He only had three in that third quarter. Yeah, been on the floor for 28 minutes, I would imagine. That he'll stay on the floor for the whole fourth quarter. Jordan Clarkson at 20 as 24. Jazz led this 76-55. Clippers went to a zone and went on a 21-6 run. Ron, interesting note, Paul George playing his ninth game in a row tonight in the playoffs. That equals his consecutive game streak at any point during the regular season. Kawhi Leonard is playing his ninth game in a row. Once this year, he played 12 games in a row. Two other occasions, he played eight games in a row. He then sat for 10 days. Both times he did that. 
Injuries or load management? Load management, and this series will be playing every other day, so it'll be interesting to see if fatigue of any sort matters. Donovan guarded by Patrick Beverly. And Reggie Jackson and Beverly are on the floor together, and they're really small now. And Ingles and Be Beverly get mixed up, and a foul on Beverly. Beverly, but then they're going to review whether Joe Ingles hit him in the face. Well, Beverly seems to get all underneath you all the time. And Joe looked like he was trying, getting ready to drive. This is a correctly officiated right now, right? Foul on Beverly. Beverly went down with a hit to the face. Let's review it and check and make sure there was anything flagrant. That's exactly what the officials should be doing. Yes. We'll check it. It'll Siegfried and Jensen review. No timeout on the floor. We'll keep it here. Beverly was exactly as Ron said, up underneath him. And then Joe swiped away with the left arm to get him away. So I think the foul on Beverly will hold. But I would guess there will be a technical foul. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Joe's lucky, actually, if that's not a flagrant, too. I mean, he's up in on him, but Joe completely swipes the elbow into his jaw. So if that, at this point, if you're a Jazz fan listening to this, I think you're hoping for a flagrant one, not a flagrant two. Because if Joe Ingles were to get ejected from this game, we simply do not have an answer. Well, if we see that one more time, that, that looks like it's on the shoulders. I don't know if... Didn't get the face? But Beverly falls and grabs his face. So we'll see what the ruling is. This could alter the basketball game. And the crowd's chanting flopper, flopper. I don't think they're right on this occasion, though. Ron, what do you think the call is going to be? Well, I, I'm waiting to see this again because I, it really looked like it was a... See, it did not hit him in the face. See that? You see that? Did you see the replay? It does not hit him in the face. It hits him on his, on his shoulder or maybe on the side of his neck. He grabs his face as though he was, he was hit in the face. He's, not a, he's been in the league for 13 years, Ron. He knows what he's doing. Scott Foster explaining it. We haven't been able to have the microphone yet. We need to get that checked. Foul on Beverly. I believe we'll have a technical on Joe here. So a technical foul, flagrant one on Joe Ingles. Crowd doesn't like it. I'm not sure that I agree, Ron, but that's not. Wow. Beverly goes to the line. Makes the free throw. Does ball don't lie work if it goes against you? Yeah. He'll get the second free throw as well. All right, we got a tussle. Was it going to be easy? It's the playoffs. Two best teams in the NBA by differential this year. Going head to head. 93-88, five point game. Clippers have Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Nicholas Batum on the floor. Why is it Clipper ball? If, why, why, is it, why does the ball get taken out? Yeah, the Jazz had the ball. Why do they lose possession of the ball? The foul, because the flagrant happened after the foul? Scott Foster gave an explanation. Pass to the corner, Batum for three. It's good, a beautiful set play. 
out of a timeout. That has been a signature of the Clippers and Ty Lue. 93-91. And that was a back screen set by Crowd Patrick Beverly. Comes to their feet. Bullet down low to Rudy. Pump fakes, kicks to Ingles. Bad pass. Resets Bogdanovich. Jasmine very stagnant in the second half. After their run, a push off on Bogdanovich will be an offensive foul. Boy, this aggressive defense is just taking the Jazz out. I just wish they would break the paint off the dribble and make and start to make some things happen. Ron, when I told you, when I watched the film, when they engage defensively, they're amazing. They just don't do it for long, and right now they've done it for about seven minutes. 93-91, Jazz led by 21. Kawhi Leonard driving, stops at the elbow. Jump pass out to Jackson. He's left wide open for three, and he missed it. Rebound, Gobert. Donovan Mitchell has 30 points. He comes to the front court. They switch him. He drives. He jump stops. He's off balance. He put it up and in. I don't know how. Because he's Donovan Mitchell. 32. Well, at least he tried to get to the basket and broke the paint. Paul George. Working the right side. Drives in the lane. Passes it out to Batum. Rotates Jackson again. Rudy runs at him. They rotate. Beautiful defense by Clarkson. Knocks the pass out of bounds. Denying a corner three. Yeah, get aggressive yourself defensively and make them make the big play. Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Nicholas Batum. They are really small. They started the night big and now they're small. Jackson comes to get it. Guarded by Clarkson. Drives in the lane. Sees Gobert. Misses the layup. Rebound Rudy. 95-91, Jazz by four, they've never trailed. Donovan at the top, Clarkson right wing. Step back three over Batum, no good. Rebound tapped out, but the Clippers have it. Jazz offensive rebounding has not been as good in this night. Pass down low, stolen by the free safety, Rudy Gobert. High in the air, he outstretched his right arm and grabbed it. 10 minutes to play. Jazz by four, Clarkson retreats out with the two-time defensive player of the year, Kawhi Leonard defending him. Patrick Beverly all over Donovan. Clarkson drives the lane. Right hand floater, no off the handle. Loose ball rebound, Paul George has it. Clippers instinct is not to run. George on the right side. Lines up Ingles. Takes the left hand dribble. Behind the back pass out of bounds. Oh my goodness gracious, what a terrible play. Hard to understand that one. Zubox getting ready to check back in. Here come the Jazz. O'Neal right side, zone again. Donovan works off a dribble, fires a three, no good. Rudy with a hard battle for the rebound, but they're screening him out tonight. Kawhi Leonard to the front court. Rudy trailing the play. Paul George drives to the rack, beat Rudy down the floor and lays it up and in. Rudy had something, Rudy had something with his right side that was bothering him as he ran the floor. And the Jazz didn't get back defensively. Ty Lue is doing it again, Ron. Another lineup that has never played together this entire season out on the floor, and this time it's working. It's 95-93 Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. 
Irving working left to Brown in the lane. Short. Giannis with the rebound. Out to Holiday. No timeout. 15 seconds to play. The Bucks will play for one. Holiday to the rim. Scores! 84-83 Bucks. 11.4 to play. On a night when he has struggled, Holiday comes up with the biggest shot of the night. 2.1 left. 86-83 Bucks. Into Durant. Durant out front takes a three-pointer. No good. Bucks win. That is your NBA now tonight. Brought to you by Cypress Credit Union. For a limited time, get a free signed Joe Ingles jersey with a new dream checking account with your direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Earlier tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks basically stayed alive in the playoffs with a much-needed, desperate win. Twice this game, the LA Clippers have had lineups on the floor that never played together this year. And they've done it again here, and Zubak, who's about to check in a moment ago, is, did not check in. If they got a special play, they want to run, probably. They've been very good out of timeouts. See what the Jazz do. Donovan. Double-teamed off a pick-and-roll, drives the right side, pulls up for a tough baseline jumper, no good. Jazz are not moving the basketball at all against the zone. Jazz have just one offensive rebound tonight as well. Jackson throws it out to Kawhi, guarded by Boyan, who was terrific against him last night, 95-93. Kawhi off the bounce, three, no good. He only shoots 25% on those. 95-93, Jazz are one of five in the quarter. Clarkson pounding the dribble. No ball movement. Man-to-man defense this time. Clarkson works in the lane. Finds Rudy rolling. He'll rock the Casbah. Clippers are playing five guards, basically, if you think Kawhi Leonard's a guard. Reggie Jackson hands to Leonard. Leonard working Boyan one-on-one. Cut off nicely. Powers through the defense. Throws high to Beverly. Resets in the left block. Gobert shadowing the paint. Fadeaway jumper on the baseline, no good. Rudy rebounds. Patrick Beverly trips up Donovan as he comes to the front court. Royce brings it up. Now Donovan comes to get it. He's on the sideline. He's body bumped by Paul George. That's his third foul. 97-93. Jazz. 5-4, 7.53 left fourth quarter. Jazz led by 21, have not trailed the entire game. Donovan works to his left. Two come to him as they have all second half. Rudy is open down low. Boyan took a second too long, and Kawhi steals the pass. Kawhi going coast to coast to the rim, jammed it. The Terminator. Kawhi Leonard. 97-95, great anticipation. Clippers have outscored the Jazz 9-4 in the quarter. Jazz by two, they have led the whole way. High pick and roll, very stagnant offense. Right side, Royce, back to Donovan, guarded by Jackson. In says, come up for a pick, nobody comes. Donovan crosses over, splits the double team, jumps high in the air, contours his body and lays it up with the left hand and scores it. Incredible. Kawhi right side, playing with great 
energy like he did in game six against the Mavericks. Driving, Paul George throws back up top. Beverly left side to Jackson. Three ball over Clarkson is good from deep. One point game, 99-98. Clippers are four of eight from three. Jasmine, or four of eight overall. Ottoman gets it stripped by Beverly. It rolls into the backcourt. Jackson picks it up, thinks about a three. Now takes the three, now hits the three. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Reggie Jackson is Mr. June. And the Clippers lead it, 91, 101-99. A 21-point lead has evaporated in the summer heat. And the Jazz trail on the Jazz Radio Network. time all night when I say that. It's the Clippers that are leading. 6.37 left in the fourth. Reggie Jackson is the story. 22 points in the second half while Paul George is 6 of 15. Reggie Jackson has come to play. 34 for Donovan, 24 for Jordan Clarkson. Bogdanovich with 13. Gobert, or Ingles with 14. 6.37 6.37 to play. For whatever strange reason, the LA Clippers this year, defensively in clutch time, were not good. 27th in the NBA. Seems very strange. They were 16 and 18 in the clutch this year, whereas the Jazz were 17 and 13. 101-99 is the score. The Clippers went to the zone down 21 in the equivalent of pulling the fire alarm. I was wondering why Donovan was not on the floor. I guess he went back to the locker room or something. For Joe Ingles driving through the lane. Underhand high scoop off the top of the basketball glass. And then it defies physics and falls through the cylinder for two. Couldn't tell if they were in a zone then, but Joe was able to get all the way to the basket. And there's no rim protector on the floor. Second tie of the night. 101-101. Six minutes to play. Kawhi Leonard spinning, driving, sees Gobert, kicks to Batum, misses. That's going to be the series, is whether they hit that corner three after dragging Gobert in. Bogdanovich, quick three the other way. Yes! Thank you for pushing the ball up the floor, playing a little faster, break the paint. Ty Lue just called a timeout. Again. Timeout, Ty Lue. One play in. We will keep it here. 5.54 left, that was quick. Both teams only have one timeout left for the remainder of the game. Wow. Quinn's had to try to stop a few runs. Not sure why Ty Lue called that timeout. But I would suspect that neither team uses another timeout. Yeah, you got the rest five, of the way. Almost just under six minutes to go. I don't expect 
a quick timeout or anything here. You got to save that timeout. Right, I mean, right. You got to sa save that last one, right? Yes, absolutely. But the Jazz only have one foul in the quarter. Is that right? And the Clippers have one, two. two. So we're not going to, it's unlikely anybody gets in the penalty until the final two minutes. This is going to be wild. Each team with only one timeout. I got to tell you what, Ron, since the league changed the league, uh, the rule and shortened timeouts, I actually have never seen this. Well, that basically we're going to go down the stretch of this important game without timeouts on both sides. And a foul off the ball is on Royce O'Neal holding Paul George on a roll, I believe, but I'm not... Yep. 104-101. Thanks for tuning in. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Reggie Jackson, who's had a brilliant second half, gives it to Kawhi Leonard, their leading scorer on the right side. Leonard drives the left hand in the lane, bounces back out to Paul George, penetrates to the rack, fouled by O'Neal, and that's Royce's fourth foul. doesn't like it. Jazz already used their and, and, challenge. And there's no challenge left, is there? Nope. You only get one. Paul George, a brilliant free throw shooter, goes to the line. Crowd and really doesn't goes like off it. Paul George's leg there as well. 87% free throw shooter. He makes the free throw. Seven-time All-Star. Five-time All-NBA. Paul George. Has 20 points on 6 of 15 shooting. 104-102, now 104-103. Jazz lead. They led by as many as 21. Clippers lead a moment ago as their first of the night. Ingles comes to the front court with Beverly defending. Flares left side to Donovan. Bullets it down low through traffic, and Kawhi has another steal. Kawhi going coast to coast again. Long dribble out in front, throws it out to Morris. Their best catch and shoot three-point shooter, he missed. Long rebound to Beverly. The Jazz were really slow to that ball. Right side, Beverly for three. No good, rebound Donovan. 104-103, five minutes to play. Beverly knocks it away from Donovan and a reach-in foul called on Beverly. Teams can be super aggressive right now because both teams only have three fouls. And Beverly has a way of, of putting that forearm and then reaching with the other. So that forearm kind of slows you up, and, the, and then the reach hand comes up with a deflection. Three-time all-defensive player, Patrick Beverly. Clippers players are loaded with resumes. Inbound to Ingles. Joe's played 28 minutes. He has 16 points tonight. Comes off a Gobert pick. Terminates, gives to Rudy at the top of the key, back to Joe, comes off a right hand, finds Rudy on the roll, goes to the rack, and dunked it, plus the foul! Rudy Gobert with a fabulous move at the rim! Double clutching, bouncing off contact, and throwing it in the cylinder! And Paul George picks up his fourth foul. Beautiful roll, beautiful pass there by Joe Ingles. And you know, that pass had to be just perfect. The Jazz have tried to get him the basketball, and Kawhi Leonard has been able to come up with some steals. But that pass was on time and, and perfectly thrown. Rudy's free throw. 
Perfect. Clutch free throw by Rudy Gobert. 107-103. Bogdanovich picks up Leonard 90 feet. Leonard comes to the front court. He crosses the half line with 17. Jazz by four, 18,100 on their feet. Kawhi rocking it back and forth as Rudy hovers in the paint. Kick out to the corner for a corner three over Gobert. No good, rebound O'Neal. Same play as a moment ago. O'Neal to the front court. Ingles trailing, catches. Beverly's guarding Donovan. Donovan's in the corner. Ingles nodding his head. O'Neal, nothing happening. Eight on the shot clock. He gets a switch on to Morris. Ingles drives, throws out to O'Neal, right side three. Rolls Royce! 110-103 by seven, assist Ingles. Jackson right side, four minutes to play. Driving the baseline, Rudy hovering. Pass out top to Morris, rotates to Beverly, penetrates the lane, sees Rudy, goes up, shot blocked, rebound Gobert. Crowds going bananas. You could tell. 3.45 to play. Jazz won game one. Ingles dribbles off his foot, stolen by Beverly. Loose ball, foul on Ingles, reaching around the outside. You have to go somewhere when Patrick Beverly is guarding you. You can't just stand there and dribble in front of him. Joe tried to go behind his legs and just missed. Or threw his legs behind his back. Turnover on Ingles. Jazz have 14 turnovers tonight. That's only the second on Joe. 110, 103, 335 to play. Jazz are up 21, and the Clippers burst back into this game, similar to what they did to Dallas, went on life support. Jackson, who's been brilliant in the second half, swings it up top to Morris. Up top, now Kawhi, driving with his right hand that he prefers. Out to Morris for another three. Rudy flying out of misses again. Offense rebound, Leonard short, rebound Bogdanovich. Rudy Gobert has defended the three-point line on three huge plays. Ingles, wide open, right side, three, tickles the twine. They left Joe Ingles wide open. He hits the three, and you cannot hear me. And Ty Lue has used his final timeout with three minutes left. He's got this crowd going crazy. <laughs> 113-103, Jazz by 10. Ron, how did they, they, they just left Joe Ingles wide open. And that's gonna say that if, if the Jazz win this basketball game and you have to give a game ball to anyone, it's gonna be Joe. I mean, especially the way he's played here in the last five minutes of this ballgame. His fourth quarter has been amazing. The other part of this that's really interesting, Ron, the Clippers are getting exactly what they want offensively and exactly what the Jazz are daring them to take, and they're not making shots. Not making shots, yeah. The Jazz are basically saying, we're going to hover in the paint with Rudy Gobert and make you shoot over us. And they're kicking out to Rudy's man and Rudy's guy, whether it was Batum or Morris, is missing the shot. The Jazz have 20 threes tonight. I hope we didn't that have is to go a to franchise playoff record. Tying last year against Denver. 
The Jazz are shooting the lights out. 113-103. The Jazz are really having a very similar game to what Dallas did to the Clippers in game two of their series, where Dallas just shot it out. Clippers come out of the floor with six players, well, which is a nice idea, but it's not gonna work. Well, it, I think Tired Lou all of a sudden goes down against Kennard and says, go replace Beverly, so. So Ty Lue goes to Luke Kennard, who has not played in the second half. But he's a shooter. Jazz will put him in every pick and roll. Kawhi Leonard at the top, Bogdanovich swipes at it, knocks it away, they dive on the ground for a rugby ball, and it's a jump ball. Bogdanovich swiping it from the claw. Mike Conley in his lime green shorts and sweatshirt just egging on the team for their amazing effort. Crowd chanting bogey. Love the smarts of this crowd. 113-103, three minutes to play. We're playing every other day. Our next one's in LA. Ron and I will be there. First road game of the year for us. Since last March, David. Can't wait. <laughs> Think, March of 2020, I the, is that right? Thank the Jazz organization so much for respecting the job we do and let us do it the best of our ability for you. Yeah, absolutely. 113-103, three minutes to play. Jazz by 10. Jump ball, Leonard and Bogdanovich, 14 on the shot clock, and Scott Foster keeps waiting on the jump ball and then walking over and talking to Kevin Cutler and no. Trey Maddox. Last was Kevin Cutler. Now Trey Maddox. This guy's supposed to be the best official in the league. Well, I think he's trying to... Or the one who got the most text the messages. Trying to make sure they... Who steals the jump. 14 on the shot clock. Jump ball. Tapped. Batted around. Loose. Donovan has it. Shot clock resets to 24 for the Jazz. Donovan to the front court. He has 34 points. He wants Luke Kennard. He tells Joe to come to him. They don't. They run a pick and roll the other way. He gets Morris switched to him. He drives with the right hand into the body of Morris, and Morris just strips it away from him. He does that so often. Paul George to the front court. Fires for a three. It's well short in the rebound. Gobert, Paul George is 6 of 16. 113, 103, 235 to play. Paul George meets Donovan Mitchell. Here comes Royce O'Neal to get the switch. They get the double instead. Bounce to Royce, he bobbles. Resets Donovan, he goes away from the pick. Drives left hand, scoots to his right, kicks out to Bogdanovich, fires the three, it's an air ball. Rebound Jackson. Reggie to the front court. Massive second half for Reggie Jackson. Driving, baseline, pull up, jumper, short, rebound, Gobert. Two minutes left. That's a beautiful sound. 1-0 up in the series, up 10 now. I like that number, two minutes. Ingles who's been fabulous in the fourth quarter with 19 points, four rebounds, and four assists. Gets Kennard switched to him. Works out to the right side. Pulls back for a three and misses. Rebound, Morris. Jackson to the front court. Jazz forget to guard him. 132 to play. No timeouts left for the Clippers. One timeout left for the Jazz. First field goal in five minutes for the Clippers. Great note. Donovan gets the pick and roll. They double team because they don't want Kennard to have it. They rotate to O'Neal. Jazz are not reacting right to this. Donovan can't get the ball back. Now he does. 
Guarded by Paul George. Five on the shot clock. Splits the double team. Gets in the lane. Puts up the right hand push shot. It bounced around. No. Gobert, no. Rebound, Paul George. Jazz by eight. Minute to play. Clippers don't have a timeout left. Paul George driving at Gobert. Into his body. Draws the foul. Kisses it off the window. Is it continuation? They did. Didn't run the floor. 113-107. Jazz need a bucket and a stop. Maybe only a bucket, actually. Probably a bucket and a stop. That's what we said this time last night as well. Paul George at the line, 23 points tonight. Kawhi Leonard, 21. Reggie Jackson, 29. Free throw's good. He's 9 of 9 at the line. Jazz lead is 5. 58 seconds to play. Need a bucket and a stop. Donovan across the state logo in the gradient colors. Works to the top. Jazz trying to get Kennard. They do. He drives at him. In the lane. High off the glass and in. Donovan Mitchell. 115-108. Seven point lead. Paul George right side drives. Gobert is there. He hangs in the air. Throws out to Morris. Hands back to Kawhi. Left hand drive. Gobert there. They kick to Jackson for a three. He misses. Rebound Bogdanovich. That's your bucket and a stop. 115-108. 23 seconds left. Shot clock at 18. Jazz are going to go up 2-0 on the Clippers. And Donovan Mitchell just got tripped up by... Paul George going to the ball and is down on his back. Hopefully he's all right at our great, he, he does not look to be all right. At our best moments all year, there's always been something that has defied our enjoyment. And right now, Donovan Mitchell is not moving his right leg and is not getting up when being assisted. Now he gets up. Paul George fouled him off the ball. He's not putting any weight on his right leg. Should be getting free throws. Donovan is putting almost no weight on his right leg. He is now limping badly to the line. Donovan was going to the ball, and he got tripped up by Paul George off the ball and may have re-aggravated the right ankle. You got to be kidding At our peak of the Memphis win, it was Mike Conley's hamstring. At the peak of Donovan's explosion, it was his ankle. Free throw's no good. He is. The Jazz do have a timeout left. They could commit a foul to get him off the floor. It won't impact the game at all. They're going to still win, 115-108, but it seems the least of the issues. The last time the Jazz won two consecutive games in the second round was May 9th and 11th of 2008 against the Lakers. 2008. Donovan's knee bend. Free throw's good. Donovan limps back. Donovan stays on the floor. Reggie Jackson hands to Paul George for a three, and he pads his numbers. Seven seconds left. Jazz by five. Quinn calls a timeout to get Donovan off the floor. And Paul they, George and Royce O'Neal exchange some words. And Donovan, they can, go ahead, Ron. They can take the ball out in the front court now, not in the back court. Donovan has got Eric Waters, Jazz trainer, 
standing next to him. Donovan is standing. He has not gone back to the bench. He is standing in the restricted area with very demonstrative screaming. Now puts a towel over his face and is limping, clearly limping as he sits down on the bench. Doesn't give any indication that he's coming out of the ball game because he but does he is, sit down with the, with the guys that's going to But he come is out clearly frustrated, isn't he, Ron? Yeah, he knows some, something is wrong. And some conversation with none other than Joe Ingles. So I, Joe may be telling him to come out, let me come in for you. You only Donovan got seven seconds. Made the move. It's on the injury. Happens when Joe, when he gets tripped up by Paul George on the foul. Away from the ball. We don't, I've not seen the replay a second time. ESPN continues to run Donovan's basket a moment ago as though it happened there. Donovan's coming back on the floor, and I, I like that. I think that's a good sign. Well, you're not taking that's him out That's a good right sign now. going going into the next basketball game. Going what? into Saturday. 116-111. So he feels good enough to play here now, so he, he'll be okay for Saturday. Kawhi Leonard's played 39 in his ninth straight game, only the second time he's played nine straight all year. And congratulations to Paul George. He's tied his consecutive game streak of the season at nine. Well, they have... Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both have been averaging 41 minutes of ball game here 116, in the playoffs. 116-111. The Jazz need to inbound the ball with seven seconds left. Put and it into the hands of... Inbound to Rudy. Takes a dribble to the basket. Goes up with a shot and he's fouled with the two free throws. 116, 116-111. 5.2 seconds left. No timeouts left on either side. Gail Miller sitting front row with her husband. Kim, is that right? Yep. Yeah. Had a great chat with them at the Mark Eaton Celebration of Life the other night. Free throw by Rudy. There was a lot of pain in that event the other night yes, for a was. lot of very important people in jazz history. Hopefully this team has relieved some of that pain in the last week by giving them something to cheer for. Second free throw from Rudy is no good. You know why? Because it wasn't clutch time anymore. And Gobert steals it. And the Jazz are up two games to none. 117-111 is the final score. The Jazz only trailed this game for about 30 seconds. They lost a 21-point lead. But the Clippers took the lead at the 6.37 mark. Joe Ingles came back down 11 seconds later, hit a shot, and Boyan Bogdanovich followed with a three, and the Jazz never trailed again. The Jazz trailed this game tonight for 11 seconds. Well, what a third quarter there for Reggie Jackson, well, well and, and Paul George for the most part bringing this team back and then David I think the most important thing is when you withstand a run and you make a couple of key baskets. Who do we got? Joe Ingles joins us now. We're just talking about how great you were Joe. Thanks for it. I get to talk to you twice in a day. How are you? Yeah, you only get one question. All right then I'll let Ron ask all the others. Uh, take me through kind of your thought process in the fourth quarter and regaining control of this game. 
Um, I mean, we obviously got, I think we got the lead out to 18 or something. I obviously knew being a good team, they were going to make a push and um, went to zone and, and obviously kind of slowed us down a little bit. Um, they, they were running, I think, man or um, miss or make, they were in zone and um, slowed us down a little bit, but we obviously got, got, the, got the lead back and started getting out and running and um, that's obviously how we want to play. You made the comment today, don't tell me about my shooting slump, I'm going to keep shooting. Tell me maybe some of the background stuff that happened to that conversations you might have had or things of that sort to make sure you still had that confidence. Oh, I mean, you know, you know, coach. Um, yeah, I'd heard you spent a lot of time with him recently. Yeah, I mean, and nothing that's not out of the ordinary, um, which might sound funny, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he's given me that confidence, as I've talked about from, from year one. It's the only reason I'm still here. Um, he's believed in me, um, and every day he's told me to shoot, keep shooting, um, teammates, um, everybody. Um, obviously, I knew I wasn't shooting the ball great, but but I've got I've had good looks. Um, so it's just about being aggressive and taking the ones that um, a good shot for our team. And um, like I said, I'm going to keep shooting regardless. And, and obviously tonight a couple went down. Well, you're too great of a shooter, that's for sure. And you always think, and you should always think that that next shot is going to go in. So from that standpoint. Take us through that third quarter when the zone from the from the Clippers seemed to disrupt you guys' flow. Yeah, I mean, I think it just, um, we, we were still getting some stops too, but they were um, running back in, like I said, make or, or miss going back into zone. And I mean, we haven't seen zone for, for a while. Um, I think I said it this morning, we always get better at things as the, the game goes on. And um, we, we were able to eventually, after a few possessions, make a couple threes. Boyan hit a big one. JC hit a big one, and they kind of got out of it after that. So um, we've got to be able to keep pushing it in that situation when we when we do get a stop and, and don't give them a chance to get back in that zone. Um, but I think we did a good job once we, we made the right reads. Um, and even some of the misses we had in that, that's, um, that sequence were, were still good shots. We just didn't uh, make them. Joe, thanks very much for the time. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Joe Ingles, Jazz win at 117-111. Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott joining us now. We add a little playoff special there with the 